0: carp
1: hello and welcome to the sidecast on sunday the 20th february 2011 i'm your host dan train joining me today robert kemp full of carp <laughs> and zachary purges he sure is you say you were full of carp. <laughs> it's
2: because carp is a bit like crap in some way, you know. Oh, I see. spelling <laughs> yeah. way.
1: I thought you were like, had gone like angling with Zach's dad and caught some carp. No. And... and
2: then just eating all the produce, yeah. <laughs> and didn't make... <laughs> so we did, to... did you get any fish? Yes. Did you bring any home? <laughs> nope. You don't bring fish at home from <laughs> fishing most of the time. Well, it depends if I ate them all.
3: <laughs>
1: When do you bring it home, and when do you get uh just put it back?
3: Depends just... if you if you if it's actually edible fish, unlike most river fish, like <laughs> cat, for example, isn't I presume?
2: Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, it's edible, <laughs> but just not very nice.
3: Not very nice.
2: Yeah.
1: Sea what is it? Is we supposed to be sticking
2: to edible it? fish then? On the on the intro like, fish? Were we? No. It's, no, it's just so. fish. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: It's got to be real fish, we can't have like Magikarp, or, <laughs> <laughs> well that would be gaming
2: related, it wouldn't be uh... goldin, 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 golden What's the French for goldin? Oh yeah, it's like Prussiare or something. What? Yes. Well,
1: it'd be something related to Poisson. <laughs>
2: <isn't it? laughs>
1: oh man, I bet there's fish in the new uh, black and white, because they started again with the Pokemon. Of course there <laughs>
2: What so are you it's about?
1: Fish Pokemon. That's the thing. They start again with a whole new Pokemon. It's like you'll never have seen any of these before, but they'll they'll be like the fish Pokemon and the mouse Pokemon and the, won't they? And the dragon oh, yeah. Pokemon. And the, it's, it's, they'll, be they'll be all the same kind of thing, won't they? Surely. So like Goldene be...
2: was supposed to be a goldfish. What, what what fish do you think they'll pull off and what make a name for something?
3: They, they've time? given up
2: with that though. Now they just like taking random Neo. traits and
3: mash them together, in a, it's like. I don't think they have any actual ideas. They already did, like, remoras and octopuses and, I don't know, uh, lanternfish. <laughs> I think they've used most of the fish now. Could we have a clown trout? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if they have used a clownfish. I don't think they have. Maybe that'll be it. Probably. Because that's quite a recognisable of...
2: fish. <laughs> Is there a... Or have they done rays? Or... Yeah, they have done rays. Hmm. <laughs> Steve dolphins Urban would be proud. I know it's not a fish, but dolphins. Mm, Those must have so.
1: done dolphins.
2: I don't think
3: there they have unless, a dolphin Pokemon. unless the one. Well, mm, no, I don't think there is. Not strictly dolphin <laughs> style. What would you call it anyway? Eek eek! Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like something
1: from did. Super Mario Sunshine, doesn't it? Really,
3: it no, does. Delphino. Oh, Delphino. <laughs> That's Island Delphino. Oh, yeah. so Although that is an island in the shape of a dolphin, so <laughs> effectively the same thing. Effectively, yeah. Uh... Space mm-hmm. Camp is in the giant bomb data- database. I'm talking is about it? something we were talking about before the start of the game. Well, it's in there by name only, basically. <laughs> oh,
1: well. Anyway. <laughs> for, for making the website, verbs. Then just note that down, <laughs> and we'll try. I'll try and uh, work that in. Anyway, I wish technical details. Make a big deal with that,
2: shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, website. I guess Woo!
1: so. Yeah, check it out. I've finally finished the Go new dinner. website. Go for a Happy salad. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry about berating your previous efforts on the previous podcast. <laughs> it was they were pretty good for what we had, but this took ages to to bring to fruition. So, uh, yes. It is ready. Go forth and listen to all our old little clips of random games.
2: I'd forgotten about you belittling the last salad cast. The... Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> the last website. I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying go down anymore now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh poo.
0: Anyway, thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh yes, we'll do what we can to promote. But if you're listening to this via iTunes, check out happysalad.net and uh uh check out all the awesomeness.
2: Yes. i get the plugage.
1: Hug the pluggage. And uh, tell everyone you know, etc., if you like this, and maybe they'll... <laughs> tell everyone way. you know
2: who might like video games, and not yeah, might... a of swearing.
1: That's the caveat. If they like video games, if they don't like video games, they're not going to be interested in the slightest, are they? But at least now, well, like... like, if they like video games, but they don't like TF2, then they won't have to listen to the TF2 bit if they don't want to. <laughs> Although I can't imagine not liking TF2, but just not knowing
3: about <laughs> it. I did, okay. like send this, send our podcast, well, one of our link the link to the last podcast or so to, like, one of my random American friends, (laughs) and, once again, basically, he was totally cracking up, and it's just, like, it doesn't even matter what we're saying, apparently, because just,
2: being English is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) to Americans.
0: (laughs) I
1: know, it's sort of is, though, isn't it? Oh, is that because I, we in... go
2: to the toilet and not the restroom, or...
1: <laughs> no? It's just the accent stuff that's just inherently funny for some reason. I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. why Americans like um, Yahtzee as well a bit because he has a bit of an English accent going on. Uh,
2: he's a strange one though, isn't he? Because he's got like a more of an English accent than the Australian accent he's supposed to have. Because well, he's not he Australian.
1: Is. He's living in Australia, but he's, he is English. So oh, all right. Uh, that's why he has so many like English references in his stuff, because he's 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 literally English. He's just living in Ameri- in Australia, sorry. He doesn't sa- he doesn't even have a slight Australian twang, does he? It's a little bit sometimes, but you pick it up, don't you? you know. The well, worst I mean, thing is those transatlantic accents where you can't tell if they're English or American. They're really annoying for some reason. They confuse me. Someone...
2: I, I well, I, know, I say I know someone. I've spoken to someone before who has like a, um, you know, you know, the sort of like Jamaican, almost Jamaican accent, but not quite so thick kind of accent that some people have when they when they come over, and but but except for when they say O sound, and then the O goes incredibly English. So it's like, yeah, it's like when you when you when you know, on right. All right. It's really bizarre.
1: It's really strange. Anyway. Right. Oh, by the way, I sent an email to Di- to the Giant Bombcast telling them about the site as well. <laughs> you jerk! Uh, <laughs> no, I but... wanted to thank them for their awesome podcast and also for the Whiskey Media API that and we have to And you wanted
3: to,
2: to the stealthily advertise our own shit? <laughs>
3: <laughs> of
1: course, that's allowed.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> up some traffic a little bit, yeah. Yeah, anyway. As long as uh... we sort of big them up in a sort of a slight disclaimer, it's like, website powered mostly by Giant Bomb technology
1: it really is and it's awesome by the way so check out the the general awesomeness um right but speaking of which
2: i've been you know i I, i'm a bit late to the giant bomb party but well uh, i was watching the i was watching the this ain't no no game stuff that's pretty oh yeah
1: ryan davis's little um movie review thing yeah (laughs) it's kind of cool that does he do anything
2: else on the site other than write stuff yeah i've seen him in many other videos
1: Oh, he is on videos, but he—he he, he is the like host. He does what I do on the podcast. <laughs>
2: Only okay. more hosting
1: rather better. than better. Just... Yeah, he does it better. <laughs> he keeps
3: it under control.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he—he he actually has to. Like, we don't really care about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he does it, to be honest. Anyway, well, um... it's because
3: they're all in the same room. I'm sure there's like, yeah, easy. they can actually like. Make some kind of hand signal or something when they want to interject, so they don't keep talking over each other all the time, or something. Probably just probably
2: just gives them the face. (laughs) That too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he um he is he does do video. He does quick looks and stuff
2: sometimes. So (laughs) yeah, I was going to talk about that. It's like Giant Bomb have a very funny idea of what they mean by quick look. What they're, they're like an break. hour long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but they're <laughs> awesome
1: i swear or if you combine quick looks with what they say on the podcast that's that's better than a review for me i can't even be bothered to read actual reviews anymore because I, I get all i need to know about a game from just a little bit of gameplay which it, it, quick look is effectively like going over your friend's house and they've just bought the game and watching them play it for a bit mm. and then combined with their sort of ranting about it just like we do that's all I need to know, really. I, I prefer it more um, subjective. It's like with Yahtzee Crowshaw. I prefer stuff to be more subjective and less balanced in a way. I just want to know... Like, like <laughs> reviews yeah, Yahtzee- have to be fair, more... don't they? But we, we tend to just complain more. And it's the same with Yahtzee, isn't it? It's just mostly complaints, but then at the
3: end he's like, it's actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but his stuff is a lot them of them black and white, though. Whereas, like, very rarely he likes a game, and then it's... He super likes it. And then when he doesn't, it's like, he super doesn't. <laughs> There's no middle ground, really. It's very rarely you'll get sort of good points, bad points. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Sometimes he, like, wails on a game for ages and then concedes that he likes it at the end. So that happens more often than, like, glowing praise. I mean, the only glowing praise reviews were, like, Portal. And then he'll go back and review his favourite game, like... um what's it um silent hill 2 or something
0: mm-hmm, yeah
1: that's, that's the only ones where he's like never says anything bad about it but stuff like batman he liked but he mostly like complained about how silly it was for like most of the podcast uh, most of the video to make it funny and in the end he's like yeah it's pretty awesome
2: the same well, with the assassin's with the, creed the, i think the thing with a lot of games is actually the bits you're you're interested in in a review are the bits that are bad, but simply because exactly. if, they, if when you hear them, they sound like something you can just get past, then you're probably going to enjoy the game anyway. So, you know, it's like yeah. picking out the flaws that are appropriate to you.
1: I mean, if Zach says on this podcast that game is, quote, pretty awesome, and then goes on to list all the flaws, Why I still come away that? with... You say that quite a lot. You say that when, <laughs> when you think a game is good, you say, pretty awesome, because you always have to qualify everything. You never, like, flat out be enthusiastic about anything. You have to, like... It's, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like with TF2, it's pretty awesome. Or Monday Night Combat. I
3: don't think i awesome. ever said that. Uh,
1: yeah, you did, believe me, because I've been listening back to some of the stuff while I've been making this like.
3: <laughs> I might have done anyway. about Monday Night Combat, because that was, that was one of those ones where it was, you know...
2: Well, I guess I don't need to talk about it again. But it, no.
3: that one's kind of because general, it's like...
2: It's just how you generally talk. You don't really ever sort of like just come out with a one-word qualifier. You say, it's pretty. Say. <laughs> well, it would be a very short podcast if all I did was one-word reviews of games. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't mean like the whole review, but when you sort of like summarise your opinion of it, you don't just say good or great. You always say, it's pretty great. You know, it's the pretty, <laughs> specifically, that was the way you say it.
1: It's like Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Have you ever watched that? His little catchphrase is pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> he keeps saying it over and over. It's just really, it's really funny. Anyway, I'll take your word, though. Yeah, check it out. It's a, it's a sitcom. <laughs> sort of. With Jews. Uh, Yeah, with Jews. Some of the funniest. Why is it that Jews from New York are... Hel- you know, hilarious. Genuinely I don't mean funny. like in. I don't mean generally, but if you think about it, like obviously Larry David and and then Jerry Seinfeld, but then uh, Woody Allen. You know, like so many awesome Jewish uh, comedians from New York. I know that lots of lots of New York population are Jewish. It, it makes sense from a demographic standpoint, but you mm. uh, know, it's
2: i was just... trying to think of a word for it, but the best I could come up with was Jomedy, but. I don't... <laughs>
1: A Jewish comedy Jomedy. It's
2: yeah. a Jomedy. Or a Duomedy <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Does, that does start to sound it, a little bit like a like a camel though there, at that point. A dromedary. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Anyway, moving on from <laughs> That's the closest you get to kind of Jewish comedy geniuses. It's calling it
2: Jomedy. Jewomedy. Okay, computer games. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Should we start and... with you this week, Dad? Because you know, well, we can we do. That. We never...
1: I haven't got very much. I wanted to talk about some news items, if that's all right. Um, uh, Let's do Jambon, the news. I found out that uh, you don't know Jack is coming out in a game, but I've just uh, again, it's already out. like we, we talked about, it's out. Um, but as far as I can tell, it's not out in in Europe, and no, they, they they've only done
2: an American version of it. Um, yeah. In classic style for the You Don't Know Jack series, really. They sort of... We can't really call it a series in this country, because we we only ever saw one game.
1: Yeah, but we uh... played some of the others. We must have got them on PC somehow. Didn't Didn't they say that we we played the demo from the first American version of this one? Oh, that's right. Sorry? Yes, they were
3: having having some weird censorship or some shit problems in Germany as usual. Yeah, I heard it was... Or there was like three different versions or something.
2: But they I'm haven't made sure a UK one. About.
1: But it's on PC, so surely we can just buy it on PC, although we won't be able yeah, to buy yeah, a we disc could get, copy. Yeah,
2: we can get hold of it. But the PC version is limited. Actually, getting the PC version, from what I've read, is a bad idea, because it limits yeah, you to two players. Two players. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, so we can't play this awesome game, can yeah. we? Can
2: it's, we? It's, it's a bit oh, that
1: sucks, because I was really excited, because I love You Don't Know Jack. And from what I saw... Well, it might, if, it might be work, one of those it, games
2: that's... Not region protected because some Xbox games aren't region. Oh, that would protected. be
1: amazing if it wasn't region protected. Uh, region protected, protected, <laughs> <Projected>. <laughs> I'd be very happy because it looks. I mean, it looks identical to old. You don't know, Jack, but that is yeah. fine by me. The only thing that's different is well, obviously, there's loads of questions, and the brilliant thing is, of course, they've stopped randomising where the questions appear. So they just in set episodes so that you know whether or not you've played those mm. questions before. So there's never a case of like one coming up that you might uh, already have played. And well, like...
2: I kind of, I kind of wish that you know, if it, if it, if once you've played every episode, then it sort of just starts going random.
1: Yeah, maybe there should be a randomized mode, but I'm not sure. I don't know because there's something about a,
2: apparently there's about 72 games worth of questions. Yeah, that
1: there. is a lot. I mean, that's I mean, not bad, is it? Yeah, I mean, you could play those 72 episodes. Yeah, I, I think that is great value. Especially but they since are shorter than the they used price, to be as well, because it?
2: they're only 10 questions now.
1: Yeah, they used to be 21, didn't they? Yeah. Or 20 plus the Jack Attack. Hmm. But uh, as long as they're longer than the uh, uh, ones they made for the web... Um,
2: they were about 6, weren't they? Sometimes. Yeah,
1: they felt... I mean, it was cool that they did that, and that they were doing them regularly, but it, they felt didn't feel like a proper game show, because they were so short. So, yeah. Yeah, as long as you get the length right. Um yeah.
2: So if anyone is listening, make a UK version, damn it. Yeah, it. please it. It's please just make... that, you know, it didn't get enough coverage over here and was never really famous over here. But you could make it famous and it would be sweet.
1: We love You Don't Know Jack. Please release it in the UK. They've At changed
2: least... some of the formula, though. If, they? For the multiplayer, compared to what they used to. I mean, in the previous You Don't Know Jack games, when a question came up, one person would buzz in... And then they'd get the ability to answer, and then everyone oh, else yeah. would tag in afterwards. They changed it now to how games like Seen It and things, yeah, you just it. Press everyone it answers at once.
1: That's okay though. I think I mean it's cool because you've got the. Well, um...
2: as long as they hide it from the other players, because that was Seen It's biggest flaw that whenever someone answered a question, you could see what they answered on screen before the oh, timer had ran out. <laughs> it's like that's a bit stupid.
1: Well, doesn't the timer stop when you press to choose your question, your answer, then? Like a buzz. Like, bam.
2: No, 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 no. There is no Oh, buzzer. right. Oh, there everyone, is no... Ev- ev- the, everyone puts their answer in.
1: So does the timer stop when everyone's put in their pres- answer?
2: Presumably once everyone's put their answer in, it just goes, right, right. okay. okay so and then everyone gets the cash people... for the, how quick they were, I guess.
1: Oh, for how quick they were. Okay, so if you answer quicker, you get more money than someone else who answered correctly but was slower. It, yeah. I, I heard
2: that apparently it does still. you do still get the comedy wrong answer descriptions, though, because like, it will highlight yeah. the players that got it wrong and and explain why and things like that.
1: And... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That that was all so it'll the still same down as down it, down. it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that game would be... Uh, I really want to play it. It
2: would be awesome. Oh, well. Moving on... Uh... Maybe Guitar I'll get heroes. a chance if maybe if someone in you know because I'm back in California in a couple of weeks' time. Maybe someone will uh, happen a... to have an Xbox and yeah. A copy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you if you're in California, find out if it's region encoded and if if it is... get a, Hold on, get we'll always it. Report yeah.
2: it if it is, if it is, yeah. region free.
1: That's true, but yeah. Uh, other news: Guitar Hero, uh, dead. Yeah,
2: I can't it say just... I was overly surprised, but it just. Seems a bit weird, you know, because it's, it's, it, you know, it's such a big name to suddenly yeah. just go, no, we're cutting all ties.
1: It's very... I mean, I, I get why they're doing it, but it's strange if you think about it, because Guitar Hero is one of the few video game brands, really, that you could say to... Well, not a few, because there's quite a few these days, but that you could say to someone who knows nothing about video games and they know what you're talking about if you said Guitar Hero. And then it's the yeah. same if you said Mario or if you said... Uh, Lara Croft's Tomb Raider, or something.
2: For, at a certain point, maybe Dancing Stage as well.
1: Maybe I bet there's tons of people who have no idea what Dancing Stage means or DDR. They wouldn't know what that meant. Whereas if you said Guitar Hero, they'd well, say, "Oh, yeah." Well, no, DDR oh, wouldn't have made uh, much sense guitar. to a lot of
2: people in this country because that's not what it's called in UK.
1: Yeah, but you'd have to actually go into an arcade to know what Dancing Stage is, wouldn't you? Whereas Guitar Hero's like on BBC News and stuff. You know, they it's in on documentaries and things. I know there's something pervasive about that brand, much more than Rock I Band. Know. I mean, Rock Band is a better game, but I mean, more people have heard of Guitar Hero, that's for sure.
2: I guess maybe people would be more aware of dancing games in general, as opposed to the dance, you know, the dance mat game, like you know, because it's been referenced in TV shows and films quite a lot. Yeah, they know what a dancing not game, not necessarily is. dancing stage, but yeah, but they, I know what you mean. yeah, they
1: might not associate it with the brand in the same way yeah. that the strong brand association between just a uh, plastic thing guitar based rhythm games and the name guitar hero That is uh, true
2: because even if you play rock band people tend to think oh is that guitar hero it's like that... no 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 no
1: <laughs> i mean i'm it's surprised than that. yeah <laughs> exactly i mean i'm surprised they don't just i mean they're saying they're shutting down everything i mean you'd think they'd keep the name and make some iphone games and make try and well, make some money off have that shit
2: they made an iphone game they?
1: but yeah but you'd think they'd retain um... it just for I don't know for something. Well, the
2: kind of the more disappointing news is that means they're dropping the whole hero range in general, which at the yeah, moment DJ Hero also and DJ Hero, which is a bit but of a that... shame because that's this was is kind of promising, but maybe they've done as much as they could have done already in in DJ Hero two.
1: Well, I think they could do more, but it's so like niche that it's not it doesn't make economic sense. But it uh, um, if you look at it from a and it was all like expensive. A... Yeah, if you look at it from a kind of rose-tinted, happy kind of perspective, then it's brilliant that they made DJ Hero 2. I mean, that's great. Yeah. I mean, for people who play it, that's great. I mean, you can't really ask for more Go dead, if, it's not, if it's not commercially successful. You know, they've made a great game, uh, mm. and um, if you want to... I know it's expensive, but, I mean, you can get that for you can relatively get the first cheap.
2: one. I've, I've seen the first one come down to about 45 with the controller.
1: There's some weird deals you can do, like hopping around H and V and stuff, because the controller is identical. If you know this, it's identical between the first game and the second game. And but the Mm. second game I've seen in retail packages includes the first game free often,
2: and then yeah,
1: often it does. And then there's other deals like. uh so you have to work out is it cheaper to buy the DJ Hero 2 with the controller with the first game free? That usually goes for ninety or something. But sometimes you can get the first game for say uh I don't know, you can get the first game with a controller for fifty and then you can find DJ Hero Two standalone on the shelf for thirty five, that adds up to eighty five or whatever. So that adds up <laughs> to that's the same thing cheaper. So if you like game it you can you can actually save some money on that. So don't get don't get fooled by that. If you're looking around the shops, don't you can
2: don't instantly go for the bundle pack.
1: Yeah, don't instantly go for the bundle because you might be able to save a fiver by getting the uh, DJ Hero One controller. Cause...
2: Oh, it'll probably go because it's now like down and dusted. It will probably end up in the blur scenario where the price will suddenly dip.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: I mean, so there, there might be a sudden like stock clearance of DJ Hero.
1: Yeah, yeah, awesome game. Oh, yeah, Bizarre, yeah, closed, obviously. Uh, That was, like, yesterday. They had, like, a video.
2: Yeah. Properly closed, which is... Then again, we all knew that was pretty much coming, but it's a bit of a shame. I kind of held out hope that someone would buy them, because, you know, they are awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: I had a go. I was in the shop. I was playing a bit of Skate 3 on the terminal. I I don't know why they had it on there. Yeah, and I swear, those games are so much better when you're actually just in a skate park. Sometimes I think that mm. whole open world thing
2: was a, I mean, was a bad idea. Yeah, well, I know exactly it's cool and all, you know.
1: but I don't know. Because like I played the demo of it, and it was in, I was in a bad area, and I just dismissed it as being rubbish. But then I and then but then when I came to it at this terminal, it was in this awesome skate park with like tons of things to grind everywhere, just in just the right place. Mm. Like the demo of the first skate had a really good skate park, and. To be honest, I would have been happy. That was a time-limited demo, that first skate. I would have been pretty happy. If they'd just taken that time limit off, I would have just played around in that skate park all the whole time, you know. <laughs> I didn't even really like the vert stuff on skates because it was so realistic that it was hard to spin around. You know, because Tony Hawk, you spin around about 15 times before you land, <laughs> which is yeah. just retarded. But, I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was an arcade game. and It was fantastic. And all the, all the street stuff was, like, chaining together those ridiculous gaps, whereas mm. um, which was... You know, it was which cool. was still fun.
2: Yeah, yeah not mean, realistic I, in any way, but fun.
1: I kind of like if they made a like a rebooted Tony Hawk's and did it like flashy graphics. They actually, just but like stuck that.
2: to arcade styling. Yeah, yeah that, that'd
1: be all right. But um, skate, I, the appeal of that for me was it felt more like proper like street uh, style skates skating, mm. like what you actually see people doing on them. Um,
2: you know, and of course, they and prefer stuff. a skate park, obviously, because there's more stuff for them to do in it. Exactly.
1: Than... I mean, you can do it on the street, and but I mean, the way that people do that in real life, they do that like um, going down a set of stairs with a railing. That's mm. no, not really that much fun in a game because you have to keep getting back to the top, and that's the yeah. hard bit. I mean, in Skate Three, in Skate Two, you could as, as well, but you push a button and you can, you know, get off the skateboard and run up the stairs but that never even tony hawk as well they did that didn't they it's it's always awkward because the game is mm. totally designed around movement on the board
2: i don't know <laughs> well you could turn around and then jump back up the slope though couldn't you, on you could.
1: <laughs> it was so silly i don't know but just because i was in that skate park i was like damn this game is freaking sweet although it's pretty much the same as the skate one but i presume it has more options and stuff but um I I just I don't know. I don't
2: know really some much. hilarious videos of glitches.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. There's always hilarious uh, glitches. There's that brilliant one of the first skate, isn't there, where that guy lands perfectly on that bench, like really casually, <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. flipping out about fifteen times. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. So yeah, I should talk about what I've actually been playing. Uh. So Do Super Meat Boy. Um, I've finished the. L- I haven't. I didn't. I got up to the final boss act. <laughs> right. I, and uh, it was taking
3: a million years. Well, I
1: couldn't be bothered because you said it was <laughs> right. going to take forever, and I don't even know what to do yet. But um, so I. It's and not I complicated. Hate... <laughs> yeah. It's so, so difficult. That... <laughs> so the worm thing comes out of the ground or whatever. You just well, to That's avoid not the final right. boss. You're talking
3: about the end of rapture. All
1: oh, right. Is that not the final boss? Is there another one beyond that?
3: Yes, you've got to do the end yes. and then the last boss. But that's oh, the it... long. The end is only like five more levels, and then the last. Oh, is boss. it?
1: Oh right, so I'm not at the final boss. Okay, but the sorry. rapture <laughs>
3: boss is quite a pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> okay, but it's not going to take forever, is it? The rapture boss? No. relatively.
3: No. okay. If you work out and these, I couldn't, I, I didn't actually really work out a good way to do it. I just like got lucky. Because <laughs> what you have to do is like you have to stand like near the edge of where the saw blades are and when they do their leaping dive then they run into it yeah yeah that's what i thought you have to trick them yeah but it's so goddamn difficult it's like if you can get rid of one of them like quickly then that makes it significantly easier because you're less likely to get over by the other two
1: (laughs) right yeah because there's quite there's three of them obviously isn't there so it's really
3: just like getting lucky for the first one or two and then you can be like a bit more you can actually do what they want you to do for the last one.
1: Right, okay, I remember that. So I've I got to do that. Problems. But I did manage to A plus all the Light World levels, including all the Rapture levels, uh, <laughs> as I got there. So that wasn't so bad. Um, although I did spend ages on one of them, just trying to do it a ninja way that was like when I actually went back and looked at the time limit, I realised I was trying to do it ten seconds faster than I needed to. <laughs> you know, I was trying to use some crazy shortcut, which, or, which would did work. It would have worked. I just kept. Well, there is
3: one level in the Raptor that I that uh, I discovered. Then I think I was playing it when Rob was watching. Or listening but, but there's one level in raptor where you can where you instead of going through the entire level you can basically just make it and jump right at the start and finish the level in like three seconds yeah. <laughs> it's on like a 30 second time limit it's like oh I think,
1: shortcut. i think i found i think i did that
3: that one actually it's, it's quite a hell of a jump though because it's it's that one where there's like the bandage between the two repulsors that's past the end of the level that's but right. But if you jump super fast and hit the end of that incredibly one-square floating platform, you can jump up through those repulsors rather than having to go around the whole level. Yeah. That's a pretty awesome shortcut. <laughs>
0: I don't know.
1: Some of the timings for the A-plus are quite... Like, there's that one that's like compartmentalised into about five rooms with teleports mm-hmm. in between them. And um, you have to be really quick in order... Because one of the rooms, like the third room or something, has like lava that comes up and down. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and you have to go really get to that room really quickly if you want to make the because you have to go down and through it as the lava is falling the first time rather than waiting for it like I did the first time I went through the level. That makes sense. Yes,
3: that's probably one of the (laughs) most difficult time timing bits. Yeah, I wasn't saying that. that
1: Yeah, so that I, I see what you mean about like autonomous. Agents kind of making it different necessarily each time, but the thing is that the AI of like the um, like the evil Meat Boys or whatever they're called is so dumb. You know, you can kind of distract them, which is the way you do it, I suppose. Do you, do you know what I mean? Little evil red <coughs> things that follow you around.
3: Yeah, that got quite a yeah. wing towards the towards the end of those levels where there was like where they just like constantly spawn and stuff, and you have to. <laughs> Yeah. Really dodgily. And it's most of the time it's like you get killed just as you're walking under the sword because it drops on right in your face. It's like, oh fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well my problem was that sometimes they'd fall in a pit and die, and sometimes they'd just sort of sit on the edge and then when I came back near they'd jump over the pit and kill me. Because when but it's when you like come up to the AI them, is kind of dumb, jump. you
3: have to like edge up towards them, but then sometimes if you just jump on the smarty, it triggers them to start moving again, and then yeah. just sort of like run running a pit or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kind of annoying.
1: And then those big <coughs> flying, the flying ones that chomp on you or whatever, sometimes you can get out of their range and they stop following you, but sometimes they'll just follow you over the whole damn level.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they aren't usually too much of a problem because they're quite slow.
1: Yeah, although they build up ahead of steam after a while. Yeah. Uh, although they overshoot massively, obviously, if you so you can use that to your advantage. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty cool. I swear that the Hell um, is easier than uh, the Salt Factory I think. I don't know if
2: it's just me. Maybe I was mm, just getting better. I wasn't better sure about it. that. There was a few that took me a bloody long time to get through.
1: The other thing was, I think that I, and it, you're talking about, was it the Salt Factory music you prefer? Because I think the Hell level music is the best
3: music. <laughs> Yeah. Genius. It's not, I don't. I don't like the the Hell Dark World music. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That may be defeating the Salt Battery for my favorite music. I think I still prefer regular Salt Battery. Hmm.
1: But I just like that. Like the behind it, it's got that chugging guitar, like dun 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 dun, and then it's got all the like crazy melody over the top. I just think that's that's the uh, the best of the the light world. Uh, level music. So, yeah. Super uh, Meat Boy! And the other thing I've been playing is uh, more Undead Nightmare. Yeah, I do not really know what to say about that. I got the spinning plate achievement, which just means you have to save every <laughs> every um, town in the game uh, and have them all saved at once, because after a while they get... You go into Re-zombi- a town and you save it from zombies, but they become re-zombified after a while. So you have to ride around crazily. Uh, they just couldn't them defend all.
2: themselves, could they? God.
1: Yeah. Oh, one thing. You know that I told you about the horses of the apocalypse, and famine is supposedly yeah, yeah, yeah. not able to die, or well, is hard to kill. I don't know what happened. It must have glitched because I, I, I just, I was, I just got the blunderbuss, which is like a, it's like a shotgun that fires bits of zombie, so you can. <laughs> You can pick up zombie parts after you've killed them, <laughs> shove them into the end of this gun, and then blow the crap out of other zombies with with it, uh, nice. which is cool. Yeah, but I was on my horse and I just fired the bug bus for the first time. I was trying to save these um, army guys who were about to get on this train to go into Mexico, and um, and the whole, my horse just died. <laughs> on the spot. I was like, and it was supposed to be invulnerable as well. I was like, what the hell? This this horse is crappy. Uh, anyway. But it gave me a new horse. But my horse seems to die all the time in this, whereas it never used to die in the first one. Because whenever you go to save a town, I try and leave my horse on the edge of town, but he keeps wandering in and getting killed or, like, falling <laughs> into water or something. And, and, like, I like zombies. Sometimes you get given a new one, but sometimes you don't. And But you can just whistle in Undead Nightmare. And, like, sometimes an undead steed will be attracted by your whistle, like a zombie horse. And you can get on it. And they have infinite stamina, just like the um, Apocalypse Horses. But they kind of don't want to go where you're pointing them. So they're kind <laughs> of annoying because they're really fast. But you have to keep adjusting because they're always like trying to turn left or right. It's a bit like driving drunk in Grand Theft Auto. How mm. it doesn't want to go the way you point it. Um, so that was kind of cool. Also, the, um, you know, I was talking about the music and how it's a bit zombified. And that's a bit weird. Well, the the music in Mexico is brilliant because it's like zombified messed up trumpets (laughs) it sounds amazing it reminds me a little bit of uh, grim fandango and i thought why is that and i thought actually that's about a bunch of undead mexicans isn't it (laughs) 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 kind of makes sense that it would be sort of similar but yeah it's
2: (laughs) it's
1: like zombies playing the trumpet it's really weird awesome yeah yeah so that's pretty cool and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I think I'm nearing the end of that as well, so um, I'll be able to report on the finale, but, um, yeah, Undead Nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's me, I think, uh, for this week. Sorry. To,
2: but... I think it's hard for us to comment on that, how it's saying it's neither of us have, like, still <laughs> not touched Red Dead.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to, if you want, Rob, I'm going to bring uh, Red Dead over once I'm <laughs> done, uh, if If you'd like to play it.
2: Indeed. I'll cool. give
1: it a shot. Cool, I'll bring it over for you. Okay, oh, so uh, I'll,
2: I'll give it the. Uh, will it last longer than GTA Four test?
1: <laughs> okay, give it, give it the test. It might not. I mean, my my brother played the start of it and then he got bored of it, so it might you might have the same problem. But mm. I I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> but there you go. We'll, we'll see. Right. Uh, who who wants to go next? <laughs>
2: I'll go next.
1: Okay, Robert Kev. How's it going, man?
2: yeah, all right. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. what what have you been there. playing yeah, yeah. oh yeah I've been playing that, that little that little square enix game that came out last year you know the one um, what's the it called uh, yeah you know uh, sure what's it last dream oh no final fantasy yeah that's it, that's oh, right. it. Final, yeah, final fantasy 13. <laughs> 13 yeah the one with the X and the three lines yeah that's ah, it ah yeah final fantasy 13 yeah got it yeah that's the one
1: so <laughs> how is that
2: it's well it's <laughs> it's I can't. It's 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 a little odd, but right. I say that because it's so different from how I view Final Fantasy games. Right, it's supposed to be linear, isn't it? How is that? It's very linear. I mean, yeah. So far, I'm six and a half hours into the game, right? And so far, all the criticisms about being a, a bit of a corridor um, yeah. are justified, wow, <laughs> completely right. and utterly justified. Uh, okay. There's only ever a few moments where you deviate from the main path, and that's to find super obvious chests. And, there's, and because of the big map, they're generally not difficult to notice. It's like, oh, it's the, the I could go this way, but there's this other way. <laughs> Let's go have a look down there. Oh, it's a dead end with a chest in it. Awesome. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's a, it's it's a little weird. I mean, it's kind of compounded by the fact that there's no random encounters anymore. Um, right, so it no longer is... is diddly
1: diddly dilu, dilu, and all that.
2: You know, it's a screen spin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but that... what does it do
2: in Final Fantasy? Boosh! <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. Boosh! <laughs> swish! whoosh, Swish! Or, I think Final Fantasy Ten had screen smash! <laughs> but
1: <laughs> Yeah, and what are they in Golden Suns? at when you uh, encounter a random enemy? What does it do?
3: Uh... I can't actually remember from the new game, which is strange, since i played that quite recently. But I remember the old. I can remember the old one where it just like it does the classic like swirling, swirling like like you know like the Photoshop effect where it takes takes a picture of the screen and then swirls it. Right, yeah. motion it kind, it? kind of
2: like like a swirling zoom in and in, 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 as it goes into it, kind of like FF seven did. You mean?
3: Yeah, sort of. Except
2: seven was like this
3: weird kind of bloom
2: effect it, as it swept. where it's like it made, made no, no, that was like eight. Was it eight trends. had a sweep across the screen with a, with bloom. No, that that's and different. seven had I've, seven had the zoom and like the into saturation the, effect. With, was it?
3: It, it zoomed. But it, it also sort of made it look like it was glowing slightly as well. But that's because of the the way it zoomed and background pasted, or whatever you want to call it. yeah. <laughs>
1: So, sort of, um, if, Final 13, if Final Fantasy 13 doesn't have random encounters, what does it have?
2: You see, so, it, all the enemies are, enemies are
1: on the map. Oh, like uh, in so,
2: Earthbound or something. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know if, if you. Blue Dragon, do, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember the, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guys were wandering around the world. But it, it basically has the Blue Dragon system of starting combat, and that if you get too close to them, they, or get into their line of sight, they notice you and start charging towards you. Yeah, and a fight is generally unavoidable at that That's stage. Like but Earthbound, if you creep up on them, you can get the preemptive strike. Oh, I um, see, and you attack first for pansy damage. It really doesn't make much difference. Um, <laughs> but it's and it's all right, but it means you can't. um maybe this was to stop you having to, or the player feeling like they need to just stand around in an area jiggling back and forth, waiting to level.
1: Yeah, I mean that you sounds. Know, maybe,
2: they okay. kind of, yeah. I mean, it can be annoying, like just leveling up, standing around leveling up your character phrases, But it's kind of the the mainstay for RPGs. So maybe they were trying to break out of it, but it's a bit of a risk because it's I don't know. The grind is kind of why some people play RPGs. Um, That's true. I'm looking at you, am And um, the well, oh, some at you people love grinding.
1: <laughs> I never. Some people just love it, especially in MMOs. To so just love grinding. Korean like...
2: MMOs, especially.
1: Like, but Apollo is like the king of grinding. He's just like <laughs> s- 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 <laughs> s- all the right, yeah, just grind it out. I don't know why people <laughs> like that. I don't know.
2: It just be yeah. fun. funny. Okay, okay. Yes, it <laughs> is. <windows>. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was thought that like I know Pokemon is like my first RPG, lightweight, but the I think the way it covers that random encounter thing by having that tall grass idea. Makes more so you logical can't avoid sense. It, in
2: some cases.
1: it makes more logical sense that if you're running around in tall grass you might not know what you'll stumble into. Whereas in Final Fantasy Seven or whatever, it's like you're running down a corridor and then there's no well, in universe explanation the... for why. Well, some of the know...
2: funniest funnier encounters lot like of that were like in F seven where you're walking around that sort of crumbled highway and all of a sudden giant house with a cannon. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the kind of thing you'd notice.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. So, so it's a bit funny, but and the way they sort of, in, in a way, it's good because it sort of impl- uh, forces you to play with a bit of skill during the fights. Um, the leveling system, which only really gets revealed to you after several hours,
0: okay. um,
2: uh, it only got revealed to me at about hour four or something, is how how the leveling system works, um, is that the better you do in a fight, the more crystalline. Crystal shit points. I forget what they're called. Christogenesis points, or something. Christogeny or something like that. <laughs> you, you get some sort of crystal point, okay, um, or CP, and the more you get, more of them depending CP. on how quickly you dispatch your enemies. Okay. And then you can spend CP on a sort of a node-based uh, sort of leveling craft. You trade mm-hmm. your CP, yeah, for skills essentially, Nothing. and uh, on on the leveling craft it's, like, it's of... basically final fantasy 10s system um yeah in, in, but each character has their own own leveling grid per se and it's, for, for, at the moment the grids have been fairly linear mm. maybe they'll cut they'll come a point where leveling up certain um characters and and you have to level certain roles for that character separately kind of like a job system um which is a little bit new to a main final fantasy game um Maybe they'll split off into multiple paths, but at the moment it's fairly linear progression in each role. Right. Um, the other sort of like actually one of the one of the sort of things that will get you more you know early on in the game that sort of seems a bit confusing is this tantalising option in fights that just says auto battle. Um, <laughs> what the hell does that do? Well, you push the the fight system in Final Fantasy XIII is continuous, as in it's not turn based or right, yeah. it doesn't sit around waiting for you to do stuff. Everything's happening all the time.
1: Does it have like bars so, filling up and things? Like yeah,
2: that? yeah, you still have to wait for an ATB gauge and all that. Right. Jazz. Um But you, um, um, as you. Uh, yeah if you if you don't make your move if you don't give the things other stuff's happening so your guys and you, you'll still get hurt and things like that and the enemies will still be jumping around crazily um if you um uh, but this auto battle option basically selects a load of options uh, like fills uh, gives you a set of set of jobs to do that totally use your atb gauge uh, and then it goes and does it for you and it's like um so whenever your ATB gauge is ready you can choose to auto battle every time and it will do the job for you um, okay, which sounds a bit weird at first. Until mm. you get a few hours in, and then you realise, oh my gosh, this is actually completely necessary because it takes you far too long in some cases to type in the commands because the battle speed is so fast. Right. It's so... like, and when the game introduces its sort of like major card, which is known as the paradigm shift, you <laughs> can um, the main sort of skill in the game is not necessarily queuing up what actions to do anymore. It's knowing what role your characters should have at a certain period of time and what enemies they should direct those roles at. Right. So, say, the, the one you get most of the time or the one that is generally your go-to is called Relentless Assault, which has one character marked as a commando, which means they do more more attack damage, okay. um, and the other two characters marked as Ravagers, which tend to use magical attack. Um, yeah, so you have your attack guy amb- and your yeah, support guys. and... You get support guys, yeah, and they tend to, and the combination of doing that tends to build up what's called a chain gauge on the enemies they're attacking. So, like, when your chain is full, then they stagger, and then you can hurt them more. And then it starts getting quite complicated at this point because then it's like, oh, I'm getting damaged. Ah, what do I do? You need to switch to a, uh, like, a, a, well, there's some weird, like, uh, roles called, like, diversity and solidarity, which may have a medic involved who will then sit there curing your team and doing nothing else. And, uh, so it's 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 for Final Fantasy. It's a little strange because you have to think quite differently. You have to sort of be quite so quick not on the like, triggers,
1: and you're not really choosing your attacks. You're choosing you're choosing auto battle, but then your decisions you're still making yeah. important decisions because I mean, you're you can... saying you fight this enemy. I know your uh, I know your attacks. So when I mm. press auto battle, I know what that's going to do. So it, it, it seems I'm a little confusing you. at
2: first as to why you would do that because sometimes it feels like, well, I want to be doing this myself, surely. Until you get about five hours into the game, and then it sort of reveals the um, uh, that what 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 your allies do because you don't only control one character at a time in this. Right. Your allies sort of follow your lead to an extent, but other than setting their role, you don't set their abilities that they do. So you um, can spec
1: them, but you don't. You can't control. Yeah, well
2: them. you can. Yeah, you can set. Oh, you're you're a medic right now. Um, you're a sentinel right now. Right. Um, you're a commando right now, but you, your control of your allies doesn't go beyond that. Okay. Um I forgot where I was going with that. I going somewhere. Oh yeah, the the whole automatic system is based on what you know about an enemy. So <laughs> after about four hours in, it goes. Ah, there's this other thing you can do called techniques, which are like abilities that cost points of some kind, a bit like how magic used to and uh, so you, you can the only technique I have at this stage is the technique to learn more about the enemy so whenever you, when have you come, come across a new enemy you have to use this Ping Libra skill thing. on them and yeah. then their weaknesses become known and then your allies or, or your automatic commands will then take that into account
1: Ah, okay. and it's like so, so you don't have to do that each time it's just for each new enemy you encounter you yeah to, then you use Libra and
2: them. then your automatic skills and your allies will be tuned to try and do what's there, what, what's weak against that enemy. Right.
1: So you don't have to do the usual kind and of... And then you just merge
2: auto-battle. but
1: because <laughs> so you don't have to do the personal, like, oh, I recognise... You know, it's rock, paper, scissors. You have to recognise what what the uh, rock is and say, that's a rock, that means I need a paper attack. You don't have to do that. Because no, weirdly, once you, you don't do that anymore. And you know it's yeah. a rock, then your guys know to use a paper attack when you press the Auto well that's
2: what battle. the game seemed to suggest to me. And I'm, I'm I'm in two minds as to whether that's good or bad at this stage because, you know, I can see why they have the automatic option because the battles are so fast paced that typing in the abilities yourself seems difficult. You know, it's yeah. it'd be quite difficult to get the the button presses in and figure out what's going on. The camera doesn't help you either because it's the enemies don't stand in their usual road positions anymore. They can move about the battlefield freely and some abilities are affected based on position and things like that and um, all right you don't have control of where your guys move they sort of move on their own to try and attack the enemies you're targeting and things so it's uh, positioning is an interesting new thing to take into account but something you don't necessarily have control of even it just (laughs) you know if you were to try and manually do all that it it would be a bit hectic it would be crazy hectic
1: yeah because it's all real time of uh, well yeah pseudo real and that, time
2: and that's also not saying that the auto option makes it particularly easy either because you can go from being very alive to very dead very quickly if you don't mm. change to a if you don't pick the right roles fast enough or right so that's what it's just it's just, it's just weird because Yeah, it's it's strange because they have all this... I I find it weird because they have all these abilities like, you know, Fire, Water, Arrow, blah, 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 things that are like Final Fantasy mainstays but that you don't really need to care about particularly because once they've got them, you just... They'll just do it themselves. (laughs) And there's the the other concept of that you can have elemental physical attacks and things like that but they don't count as magic attacks or... uh, But they... Take advantage of elemental weaknesses, and it's like, don't care. My characters will do all that for me. Yeah, so, it, it just seems seems a bit weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd care about getting like a fire punch if you were coming across. I don't know what's what's weak against fire. I don't know that certain uh, kind of enemy or whatever.
2: Like, I forget what's normally weak against fire. It's like air or ground. <laughs> One of those two. I
1: suppose. Yeah, but um, so you you'd worry about. You'd want that ability, I presume, once you started uh, um, encountering that kind of enemy. But after that mm. point, then you wouldn't have to worry about it anymore because it would always be automatically selected. So you wouldn't have yeah. to worry. I mean there are like...
2: certain certain roles have access to certain abilities. So if you like switch to a it's not like for instance, if you were if you're a commando, for instance, you tend to only deal like um, non elemental attacks um, mm. or magic. But if you switch to Ravager, then a lot of your attacks suddenly become elemental, and mm-hmm. uh, so there's a certain amount of if you're not if you're facing something that's not particularly elemental, you might as well not use your Ravager attacks or move to something else or try and instead of using a Ravager, use a Saboteur or something to weaken them, and while you're fighting them, it's it's it, I don't know, it's it sort of strikes me as kind of cool and kind of odd at the same time.
1: Sounds cool to me. But then I'm kind of for innovation in, in that yeah. kind of area. But, I mean, as long as it works, because it's a long game if they've got it wrong,
0: you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it, does, it, is, it is interesting, don't get me wrong. It's like the fights do feel fresh. And, it's as I say, the camera is probably one of the biggest flaws in the fight sequences, because it's quite low to the ground and tries to sort of dynamically swoosh around every now and then, which makes seeing what's going on kind of tough. Um and there's, there's some minor UI things that I don't get on with. For instance, the health bars for the characters seem awfully small. Like, they're, they're, they're quite long, but they're thin, so you don't really oh. notice when they're depleting.
1: So they change colour to red and stuff when
2: you're about to die. Well, you get a, like, um when someone's about to die or is dead, you start getting a red pulse around the outside of the screen. Kind of like, you know, oh, right. Call of Duty blood <laughs> effect. Or... <laughs>
1: okay, that's weird. Does it still have like phoenix down, phoenix things? Can you revive yeah. people?
2: Yeah, uh, okay. the item is interesting as well because it doesn't use time anymore. Um, so you can, you can, but you have to be quick on the commands. Like you have to wait for if you need, desperately need to get an item off fast, you still have to wait for your commands that you've queued up to execute. Right. And then you can use the um, going to make an selection. item, but use, but the use of an item then doesn't stop your ATB from filling, so you can get straight back in the action um, mm. without without penalty for using an item. It's just, you know, <laughs> when you Time can use an item is, is, use it. is a little restricted. Hmm, okay. But it's interesting.
1: So how, how does this work with like big bosses then? Because, you know, with all the movement positions... Well, actually,
2: stuff. boss fights are almost easier to plan or easier to work out a good way of killing them. Um, while the fights generally take a lot longer against bosses, they're... they're <laughs> They almost telegraph what they're doing much more obviously, right? Um, so there's like they'll do some enormous attack that will do tons of damage. So you quickly switch to medic, but then they'll have a cooldown period. So do you spend that time healing up while he's recovering, or do you spend that time wailing on him? And mm. it's a uh... Uh, so there's a trade off. But they're quite obviously telegraphed. Okay. But in general, the game is it's pretty good.
1: It the story a little. Like
2: the combat system. I, mean, I do. But um, I had a few. There's a few missteps in the story at the start, which is so kind of is a bad sign for an RPG. Um, the story is, as usual, and it's it's incredibly weird, isn't it? Unrelated yeah. to other Final Fantasies, so it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah new, it's a completely new universe. New universe. Um, so what's going on? Uh, with this one? The main world is called Cocoon and appears to be like a self-contained sort of um, uh, kingdom and in like a shell. <laughs> like floating somewhere <laughs> we don't don't really know the details of it at the moment uh, what do you um, mean floating so, like in the sky well yeah kind of we we think it's like this so this kingdom is like in the
1: sky <laughs> yeah
2: so this is an entire kingdom in a, in a shell basically called cocoon uh, and outside of that shell is the supposed enemies of cocoon called pulse and um one day, there's this, there's these things called Falces that are like another race of magical beings that seem to sort of be uh, the controllers. Like there's a set of Falce that keep Cocoon safe, and there seems to be a set of Falce from Pulse that seem to do nothing but bad things. So one of these bad Falces is found on the outskirts of um, a Cocoon city. So the uh, the higher ups of the city decide the best course of action. Is to kill everyone in the city, um, um, okay? To purge them in case they become like infused with falsy energy and become what are known as Lucy.
1: But there's nobody else apart from the people in the city, is there? I mean, because no, well, kind of... no,
2: there's, there's cocoon is an enormous place. Um, oh, so there's, there's like multiple cities. cities. cities okay, oh, okay. Um, the, the one in in particular is called Bodum, and. Um, Yeah, so they're they're purging all of Bodom basically. And you start off in what is a bit like a civil war of people trying not to be purged because they're they're told they're being outsourced to to live in Pulse somewhere. And it's like, because they can't risk the Pulse magic being in Cocoon or something like that. But everyone thinks they're just going to be killed. So there's a civil war that breaks out. And and that's where you start.
1: Sounds like people from Cocoon wouldn't want to go and live in Pulse anyway, because they're the enemy. Yeah
2: yeah well they're they're sort of brought up to think that they're evil, so no one knows any different
1: hmm. but of course we'll find out I'm sure chances yeah,
2: we'll find out later on. chances are I have a just a a suspicion that one of the main characters comes from pulse, but it's
1: <laughs> okay
2: um it's hard to tell at the moment, you know, classic Final Fantasy what the fuck is going on, but the worst bit of it is, is that it makes a few missteps at the start because you get dropped into the middle of it and I've tried to explain to you in brief what was going on, it would have yeah. been nice if the game did the same Okay. <laughs> but like at the start, things just seem to happen and you're just kind of expected to go along with it um, okay. and there's like these text data logs you can read that sort of explain the backstory and things like that, that you get right from the start it's but but that, you know, it seems a bit weird that in order to understand the first couple of hours of the game, I need to read these logs. And then it decides to explain to me what's going on at about the five hour mark. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's just a bit strange.
1: Well, by the way, this is what's actually going on. Well, not even what's actually going on, but just this is the basics of the world. Yeah. At this point, I mean, I, we're kind of tell maybe you. Maybe from a
2: storytelling point of view, they were trying to make it seem a bit more real because the characters presumably all know this. You know, yeah, they but... don't have to explain to each other what's going on.
1: I know, but it's kind of rule 101 of any kind of you know fiction. You have even if the characters know what's going on, you have to explain to the viewer somehow. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
2: know. That? I mean, what do what do you think, Zach? Because you were sitting, you watched me when I started playing it.
3: <laughs> well, it's sort of in the, it was sort of like what I said about going the sun, where it's like in going the sun, you don't know this backstory that's, you know, relative relative to the world, and you can go and look it up in the database, and you're, like, learning things that the characters don't even know. But in that case, it's like, in in 5.13, it's like, the characters probably do know, but they just never express it, because they know. So it's like, they, they, they needed, like, some, like, I know, small child or something and then they had to they explain it to them because they don't know, or something I mean, Jesus, there's story ways you can do it <laughs> It's called it's called
1: exposition you know you need a, that's why you have a character like Hermione Granger, who is like a clever narrator <laughs> who can just explain stuff to the people who don't know asses, but the the trouble is that and like therefore explain to it to the, the people. People. Like, There is
3: no one who doesn't know <laughs> so there was yeah. no one to explain to yeah. You needed, like, because if you think of, like, the start of Final Fantasy VII, it's like Cloud is hired by those guys to be a mercenary, and they're like, this is the mission we're going to do. Yeah, he's like... he explains it to them. <laughs> yeah, <they're explaining laughs> Even to though him. that mission is basically totally irrelevant in the rest of the story, it sort of gives you an idea of what the fuck's going on while And you're it sets doing the it.
1: scene <laughs> with the intro with the train and everything is well cool and stuff. doesn't just drop you into it, you know, it has, it has all that cool stuff.
3: Although five fifteen thirteen starts on a train as well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally. Okay, He doesn't use a train. I'm just
1: saying, <laughs> <laughs> have, have, a, have a strong opening. Like...
3: But it, it's like the way it starts on the train in thirteen is like they he. he it's the, not quite the, the one, same, is it? it's the not one like, guy who's it's not like you talking. get off
2: the train like in seven.
3: <laughs> well, it's like the one guy who's talking while they're on the train. He's not even really saying anything that's a complete sentence. He's like, "You're gonna do it." really <laughs> it's just like that's not helping me at all that's not, this isn't explaining anything you're just like talking to someone and they're
2: not even replying and then crazy lightning woman breaks hell so yeah <laughs> it just kills the guys it's like okay
1: can we make a list of um great games that start on trains final fantasy 7 <laughs> half-life 2 uh
3: <laughs> that's,
1: cheating. that's not it oh. Starts on a train. They both start it's on a train. Like one count. Yeah, it does. That starts on a train. train. Yeah.
3: <laughs> apparently, Portal Two is would have a civil... It's not a train. It's like a weird sort of room that's hanging for a rail.
1: Apparently, oh man, I'm excited about Portal mm. Two now. I'm really looking forward to. I was looking at a video conference with Gabe Newell the other day. Uh, he was talking to just some people at a school, like the the class teacher. Just uh, organised a video conference with Gabe Newell, which is way cool. I wish that I had an all, But uh, yeah, and somebody asked him, "What's your favourite game you've ever made?" And obviously, he's going to say his latest game. But I think he was genuine when he said Portal Two is the best game we've ever made. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be sweet. Can't wait. <laughs> it's
2: going to be the sweet. But anyway, yeah. I've ranted off about it a little bit more than I wanted to because I am. I don't know. You kind of hooked. In a, you're in a kind weird way. Kind of pleased
1: way. by the combat, from what I could hear. It's, it seems mm. really interesting. And I'm doing uh, my usual cause... thing.
2: where I feel like I'm f- focusing on the flaws a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um... but that
1: that's all right. That's kind of how we how we go. <laughs> well, mean... we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this earlier. That's okay as long as you're enthusiastic. Because, like, I mean, what I heard about uh, when it was released and stuff, a lot of people said that. Um, there's a point where it gets good and that point is embarrassingly far into the game. It's like halfway through like <laughs> twenty hours in, suddenly you'll realise that it's awesome or something. But you don't seem to be too fussed about you know no, it's you don't seem like, well, too I'm, annoyed about it yet. So I'm, I'm maybe when quite, you when you get um, that point, maybe you'll love it, you know, maybe you'll think it's the best thing ever once you
2: reach that point, you know. Whereas Yarsi I mean, says, no game should quite ever forgiving do that. with storylines anyway, so it's a bit I don't think the the story's there. but it's as I say. At the moment, it's been six hours and it's still dropping tutorials on me. So it's <laughs> every now and then. So it's a, oh, it's a very okay. it's a very slow reveal in turn mm. even even in terms of RPGs go. It's a slow reveal of its mechanics. But it's, I think uh,
1: what would frustrate me is not being able to sort of explore because that's kind of what I think. Yeah, about it, of RPGs.
2: it it is it is slightly odd because you do get used to it. You know, like the whole town system and people to talk to and. Things like that—they've just done away with it completely. And hmm. the frequency of cutscenes probably would put a lot of people off because there's a lot of them. Is it like Metal Gear? The well, they're, the set, the sequences themselves are never especially not Metal Gear long, right? Let's put it there because Metal Gear has a sort of juggle between extremely long sections of cutscene followed by quite a lengthy section of gameplay oh, and then an extremely long cutscene. That's that's kind of the metal gear about and like Films this...
1: interspersed with gameplay, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is this is more game scene, game scene, game scene. Very yeah. very sort of quick and dry. Start. Right. But that's because
3: yeah. it was like the sort of way that they arranged their world of little mini straight corridors with enemies in. It's like you get from one end of this corridor to the
2: other and then it's like, now we have to work out
3: to get to the start of the next corridor. <laughs> We'd better have some kind yeah. of cut.
2: <laughs> that, that still <laughs> happens. <laughs> uh, admittedly, some of the corridors have got a bit longer.
1: <laughs> I assume Square make, you know, awesome pretty cutscenes like they do with, you know... Huh, hell do they. Stuff. Um,
2: the majority of the cutscenes are rendered in-game, but that really? is the single greatest thing about the game's graphics is the character models. They are I didn't realise they were brilliant.
1: in-game. I assumed they'd be... Most of know, them are. Most FMV of them are in-game,
2: but they do have an awful Not lot FMV. of 1080p FMV.
1: Right, okay. Which well, they looks can do that with beautiful. the Blue ray can't they? Yeah. Well, that was the problem with the 360 version, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning I'm
2: playing on PS3, which does have some significant graphical improvements over the Xbox. I think the Xbox doesn't even render the world in 720. It does a Call of Duty and renders it at, like, 576 oh, right. or something.
1: So I consider Final Fantasy in general a PlayStation game,
2: I think. You
1: know, yeah. Even if it goes multi-platform, it's still a PlayStation I mean, game at heart. Well. I mean,
2: I'm definitely glad I held out to it, because when a bit of video comes on screen, it's just wow you know it, it's properly well done it's like um uh it's probably like the square enix sort of going oh well we can't do films anymore blah blah blah. i know let's let's use it in our games it's 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 seriously good quality video Awesome. Uh, but even the stuff that's not in the video is pretty good just because the character detail is really really quite impressive it's like just the way the sort of when, when it zooms into them and the sort of like there's glisten on the lips in the sort of a way that you expect and and uh, the sort of the, the the animations, especially of the black dude, are quite believable. Even if the black dude does have a chocobo living in his throat, it's
1: <laughs> seriously?
2: Yeah. Are there chocobos? That hasn't been explained yet. There's just a, a mini Chocobo living in this... <laughs> it's never going to be explained, is it? It's a, someone no, probably it was not. funny and cool and was like,
3: yeah, he could totally have a little Mito in his afro. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> I think that
2: dude has like a new award for like best name for a Final Fantasy character.
1: On, then. What's he called?
2: Saz Catroy.
1: Catroy. <laughs> well, Barrett was pretty cool, but Saz Catroy... Yeah. Saz Catroy. Well, is, this, is it Saz or Zaz?
2: Saz. S A Z H. That's
1: pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's right. That's genius.
2: But the rest of the characters have pretty shitty names. It's like um, the What's main guy soldier lady is Lightning. Oh, that's lame. Because it's like, like Cloud like... Lol. Yeah. <laughs> and this white haired puncher dude is called who wears a white trench coat is called Snow. Uh, Uh. (laughs) because it's like cloud (laughs) wait what (laughs) and there's a little kid called hope Uh, oh
1: dear no these aren't so good
2: although crazy Australian lady is called Vanille which is alright an actual proper name Vanille? you know V- Vanille, yeah. But you know, it's a stupid it name, sounds but, like you know, at, least time... it's, at least it's not like a, like a description of something that just happens, you know. It's like <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a name. Two problems with that name. One, it's got Neil in it,
1: and it's a name for a girl. <laughs> Two is it sounds like Venereal. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I've not named I my haven't... daughter Vanille.
2: <laughs> I haven't made that
3: um, link. Oh, I'm sure anyway, it was meant to be like Vanilla, except got. Vanilla. vanilla. With like an E instead
2: of an A at the end or something. Yeah. Vene. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> venereal. <laughs> and then <Right>. venereal said
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that's just me. Can you name your character? You know No, the... because oh, of the voice acting. Oh, the so. oh how is the voice acting then? Yeah, it's not I bad. Mean, is it is it fully voiced?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah everything's voiced. There's not, not a right. single bit of text on its own.
1: Okay. You have know, got any of those character. dot 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 things with the ellipsis <laughs> da, really da, at da. different speeds. Da, 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 da,
2: da, da,
1: da. <laughs> I love that. Is that in Golden Suns? act, Like, the ellipsis speed
3: thing? Um,
2: FF8 had a section. I don't think so.
3: Because <laughs> Ocarina of Time had I mean, had the, that there is... I genius. I think that was a classic one in, like... must have been one of the Pokemon games or something, where it was, like, several pages of dot dot dots dot, going out <laughs> of different speeds. It's like, <laughs> dot dot, 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 dot
1: <laughs> just, uh, Professor Oak doing some research course. or something
2: <laughs> There was definitely a bit like that yeah. in FF8 where people would just sit there for ages and they would just go dot 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 dot, dot.
3: <laughs> It's just so funny I don't know It wouldn't make sense in Golden Sun because all the speech makes that noise that is meant to be speaking when it types it out
0: Oh like
1: in,
3: uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So it wouldn't or... make sense
2: for dot dot dots to make noise Oh, oh, someone's at Rob's door. Ding dong. Oh. Well, Naomi's back now, so she can answer it and I can stay on the line and I can ridicule whoever it is. <laughs> okay, that should be fun.
1: I'm waiting in suspense. <laughs> yeah, let's
2: try fine. not to get <laughs> suspense. Oh, 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 yeah, that's who it is. Oh, like, ruined it. oh it's all ruined. Though. Oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, should anyway. we move on from uh, Final Fantasy? Uh, um, you got anything yes. else you want to say?
2: Well, char- oh, I just wanted going back to the graphics. Character graphics are good. World graphics, not so much. Like, all right, they're a bit. They're a bit you mean simple. the environments,
1: like the corridors? You're talking
2: about? <laughs> <laughs> the, especially at the start of the game, the corridors look quite bland.
1: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> well, they are meant um, to.
2: like, like corridors? <laughs> Like railways, yeah, but they're really bland. They're like, you know, and and, and the PlayStation's like um, unfortunate handling of textures. Like it, it's never had particularly good mip mapping techniques. The PlayStation, um, you know, the way how textures blur as they go into the distance. Oh yeah. Um, on the PlayStation, they blur quite early. You know, it's not they're not wonderful, yeah. um, but it just make it just sort of highlights how sort of kind of greeny, browny, grey the sort of starting world is. When, when you get to the um, the uh, ocean made entirely of crystal, it's like there's like a tidal wave and lo- lots of waves going on, and it gets turned into crystal in an instant. So you've got like crystal waves and stuff that you're traversing and things. That it sounds looks really way nice.
3: cool. That sounds way cool. <laughs> That's like Guild Wars, apart from in that case the ocean got turned into jade and it has waves and shit in it, which make up the areas that you run around in conveniently like, even though it doesn't make any sense if you look if you like look at the map and like waves do not just like randomly go in different directions over there. <laughs> it's like you have like prevailing winds and shit here <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's just an excuse to like wall off the map area yeah it? okay fair enough
3: <laughs> especially since the, in guild wars it was meant to be caused by like a crazy cyclone thing that happened in the middle and go to that bit and it's like a whirlpool made out of jade where you walk down the little curl of the ramp into the middle. It's like, so surely that would have caused like, you know, a shockwave or something. All the waves would be going in the same direction, surely. (laughs) But no. Mm, But no. It looked pretty cool though. It was kind of shiny. And green. And had like fossilised fishes in it. Oh, cool. (laughs) Inside
1: the jade. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So it's uh, their own engine, is it? Final Fantasy Thirteen. As far as I know, yeah. It's not
2: like because they tried. who was it? Oh, tried I haven't to talked about the GFs yet or the summons. Okay. <laughs> I what? haven't yet been <laughs> able to summon yet. I've only had one encounter with what would be considered like a GF or a summon or an Idolon, as they're now called. <laughs> Idolon. Um, Idolon. Um, and it was a bit. Well, it was a bit fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't actually make sense too much in the context of where I was in the game. Like Snow gets left alone at one point, and his arm starts going. Ah! Um, they, they get these weird tattoos when they become uh, magic infused, shall we say? And they um, and his one starts glowing mad, and uh, and the Shiva sisters turn up, which seem to be um, basically they're like uh, two females that when combined make a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Wow. But the system to you sort of don't like um uh, <laughs> there's not like you have to fight them to overcome them to then be able to use them. You have to just that a fight starts, but you have to impress them. Um there's like a gestalt or gestalt, however you pronounce it, meter that you have right. to build up. And in order to build that up you have to do a certain action against these uh, against the creatures. So in this one one of the sisters was consistently healing me so I didn't die I just had to find the right way to impress them before the time limit ran out. Okay. And the game does refer to it as a doom counter which I quite like. A <laughs> doom uh, <laughs> a doom counter. Okay. Um, yeah, so you have to find out how to impress it before the time runs out and it's um, it's a bit weird because I did a sort of analysis of the enemy and they said oh they they're quite resistant they they, they they, get impressed by chain attacks so I start chaining attacking it and it's like it's doing nothing, okay, what do I do here what is Snow good at, he's good at defending so let's defend, and so he chucks the mo- they, they chuck a motorbike wheel at me and he defends it and I start impressing them by my defence power and it's like, oh, okay, I'll just keep this up for a while, and then once you've impressed them enough, you can, it then makes you press a button to say, I win basically <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is it satisfying to press that button then?
2: It's got a win button and then but you have to unlock it <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so, it, so when it, you it press, it.
2: but the f- weird thing was is that uh, this, this isn't really a spoiler because I don't understand the purpose of it. Uh, so, but I push the win button and then it goes into a sequence where the sisters sort of combine into this bike and then Snow just jumps on it and sort of looks at the camera in a sort of cheesy grin fashion, sort of like hey <laughs> And then in the next scene, it's all gone and he's lying on the floor, going, "What happened?" <laughs> and then I don't know what the shit that was all about. Okay. <laughs>
1: You think you're going to find out?
2: (laughs) Presumably. It was just a bit weirdly done. It's like, oh my god, motorbike ladies. Oh my god, what just happened?
1: (laughs) Does it have the meteor from Space Attack? (laughs) That's all
2: I want to know about any RPG. (laughs) We won't find that out until we get towards the end. Lost Odyssey had one of those, I don't know if I mentioned that. (laughs) Oh, genius. It did have meteors from the sky.
1: Zach, did that game with the Skies uh, of Arcadia, did that have a Meteor from the Sky
3: attack? Hmm, I don't know, actually. <laughs> it's been quite a while since so like I last played it. can't remember if there was. I'm trying okay. to think of... It didn't really have summons as such, or did it? No, it... Or did it? Fuck, like, I don't know. <laughs> sh- it had the ship battles, didn't it? And then... I can't well, remember. yeah, the ship battles is like... That
2: doesn't really... That, Oh, cool. You don't get summons in that, of course. That
1: game was kind of pretty cool, actually, wasn't it? It was.
2: Awesome. It's one of those games yeah. that repeatedly makes people's list for something that deserves a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the team that is it same? I think the same team ended up sort of like the team ended up getting sort of got a bit disbanded and stuff. And I think part of them now work on Valkyria Chronicles.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh right, okay, that makes
2: sense. I, I think that I could sense. be a bit wrong. That's on kind of that their one.
1: kind of style, I guess.
2: Yeah. I seem Sega to remember
1: that, it? or something to do with Sega, wasn't it?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was Sega published because it was oh, released yeah. on Dreamcast originally. It was,
1: yeah, and then it came out on the GameCube, and that's the one you had,
2: Zach. Yes, the GameCube version was probably game. superior. Yeah, yeah probably because it didn't because it you had to it make had a use bunch of extra arms and things.
1: Oh man, talking about uh, cancelled games! I saw this some footage from uh, yesterday. From this was from ages ago, but. A cancelled sequel to Freelancer. How could you cancel that? It looked epic. <laughs> I mean, any 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 sequel to Freelancer would be awesome.
2: Maybe it was too soon.
1: Yeah. At the time.
3: I don't know. They were probably trying to grind it out.
1: Maybe, but nothing's materialized since. I would totally play that. I don't understand why there aren't any space games like like free space style games on console because now we have dual analog sticks. It'd so be almost the perfect control, because nobody has joysticks anymore, so that's kind of why they died, part of the reason they died on what? PC is nobody has a joystick.
2: And, and the other half of the problem is, is that space shooters always required like a million controls. Yeah, but you so could do that. So they wouldn't work on that. console because of like the, the amount of buttons you need, and it wouldn't I don't work know. on I think, PC I think... because there's buttons upon buttons upon buttons, some of which are, like, keyboard shortcuts, like you have to push control and something to do a certain action.
1: I think you could streamline it. I think you could use, like, radial me- wheel menus for parts of it, and I think you could go somewhere between the extremeness of, like, X-Wing with all its keyboard controls and just those sections in Halo Reach where you fly the spaceship around. Somewhere between mm-hmm. those lies an awesome game, I think. But, uh, yeah.
2: There's been a few attempts, though, was not there? There's, like, um... um the sort of sister project of Freelancer called Star Lancer. Yeah, that
1: came out on the Xbox, didn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: I'd never played it or know much about it, but that kind of attempted it and didn't particularly do too well by the sounds of it. I suppose Um, so. And there was... Uh, I forget what it was called. Project Silphied, I think. Project Silphied, which was Square's attempt at a space shooter. Oh, right. But with Japanese storyline infused in it and an incredible amount of neon...
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so
2: so people have tried. It's just not many people have tried, and not many of them have been good. Mm, it's, it's about time like... we got back to making space games again, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's i like, like, due for the space like... part of the cycle. We've done it's like the last last part of the cycle was the modern wars part of the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> What the cycles? Phase is what, the World
1: War II phase, the modern well, now the phase, modern combat the space phase.
3: phase. Now back to space. There yeah. must be one more phase in between that. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I'm trying to think but, of what the. Maybe a it, bit of a zombie phase. It, there was one. We? There was a phase. There's got to be a bit of phase between World War Two and modern shooters. There's one in between those? <laughs> oh, and there's and there's there's another Heartbreak war. In one. Between Cold those, war.
2: Cold war fantasy fiction. You know, like Red Alert. I guess it was um, I guess you
3: could say that the one in between there was indie games.
2: like after World War II was finished
3: and then there was like yeah. everyone stopped caring about Mace games for a while and then there was one warfare and it was like, Oh, now we can go back to Mace Street
1: <laughs> I know, this is a bit of a narrow view. <laughs> I like think you're talking yeah. about maybe just PC or something. <laughs>
2: anyway.
3: Uh because no, it was all Xbox Live arcade and shit during that time got a lot bigger suddenly.
2: When yeah, it I ever... guess... Well, no, but you can't say that sort of no one stopped caring about mainstream games, because that was during the period where you were juggling Halo, Gears of War, and Call of Duty, like, real heavyweights. Yeah, big, the
3: big guns, Grand Theft Auto 4 as well.
2: Yeah. All kinds of stuff.
3: Not really. It was like, those were... It's been quite a while. Like, Gears 3 is well overdue at this point, really. <laughs>
2: It is. To, if like you're looking year. at release schedules, it's like a year later than they originally planned it. But they were going up against Halo Reach and Black Ops, so it's probably wise. As you think, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think Halo Reach was going to damage it that much.
1: Well, it's the same company. They didn't want. Yeah,
2: and it's also, it's also Microsoft published, so they probably wouldn't want it released at the same time, exactly, so they compete, the compete with their own product. I don't think.
3: It, I don't think that. I don't think there's actually competition there. I think people who were waiting for Gears Three would have bought Gears
2: Three and Halo. <laughs> Maybe, but you know, there's a certain thing about. It's like at the minute they have that Portal Two deal on, and I'm reluctant to. I'm i I probably will end up getting it because I know it's not going to go down in price for freaking ages otherwise. But I'm reluctant to get it because I know how much I've spent on games recently, and I know how much my backlog is. I don't. <laughs> You know, yeah, man, if someone you still need someone to play Batman bought... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If someone went out and bought a brand new game and need for speed. Um yeah, you know, so if someone went and bought a brand new game, uh, and then immediately another one comes out, you know, brand new, top price, all that jazz, it's still you'd sort of go, mm, that's like nearly a hundred quids worth of game. A hundred pounds. A
1: hundred pounds. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I think we should move on a bit. What, what you have you been playing anything else, Rob, other than Final uh, fantasy? Well,
2: I bought Monday Night Combat. Oh yeah. So after the demo period, I've dumped into that. My second experience with it wasn't as awesome as the first.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Well,
2: to, that's to,
0: inevitable, to, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I, it, I, I seem to have the first time I seemed to that like we played it. I seem to have avoided all the. Uh, sort of downsides to it on the second time we played it i seem to have encountered all of the downsides to it like (laughs) failed assassin grapples like you know basically mimicking fail stabs from tf but in a slightly more dramatic fashion and a few of the slightly weirder mechanics like mainly because i i got i got so excited about liking a sort of assassin type character the first time i played it that i tried playing assassin quite a lot the second time yeah and uh um, then realise that we've set once you've, the game starts to level up and things that actually uh, most of the time, unless you weaken an enemy first, like a back grapple with an assassin doesn't guarantee instant kill, especially against the heavier classes. That's only if they've uh, got just, like, like
3: their endorsements are for extra health. That's the way they survive that the heavy. Yeah, classes.
2: but it seems to be quite often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's because they know that they don't want to die from assassins. <laughs> I know, but it's it's irritating because it means that. You know the backstab effect no longer works. You have to sort of weaken them, like sh- as you're approaching them, shoot them a bit, risk being spotted, and then try and grapple them. It's like ah, oh, this makes it a lot harder again. To the point where today it seemed to go well when I didn't try and backstab people very much and just used the shuriken gun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a
1: gun that fires shurikens.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
3: <laughs> you have to. You'll have to change your endorsements to make it. I wonder if you... Is there one that does... I've changed my Assassin
2: endorsements to do more crits and things, so maybe you get crit grapples, over not know.
3: No, I don't, think you, I don't think you would, but you get crit shurikens quite a lot, because you see that all the time yeah. when they
2: have various pink trails. Yeah. But I don't think that there is just one that's straight well. up...
3: There isn't one that just makes it makes it do straight up more damage. More damage?
2: No, there isn't one.
3: No, there's just like Wraith Fire and Criticals is as close as you can get to that. I... Aye. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you made it fire the shuriken gun... Gold rays of fire. Mm. <laughs> Silver criticals. <laughs>
2: with epic clip size. <laughs> <laughs> I tried making an assassin with, like, extra speed and stuff. Like, extra speed and extra skill recovery. And it's... I think that made it harder. <laughs> it's like, is extra speed really necessary when you're already going that fast? That's the question. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, was kind of hoping I didn't need to dash too much. So it just go... Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, dashing with super speed would be pretty cool. But... Uh, yeah, if anything, it just made me considerably more vulnerable. So I might, like, do the, do what you say, give, like, ignore h- getting a health bonus and all that stuff, just, like, um, uh, make my shurikens ridiculous.
3: it <laughs> would be pretty weird. But that's the plan. You have to invent ingenious tactics, or not ingenious tactics, or just copy what everyone else is doing. Like, yeah. every goddamn assassin stands there and shoots the money ball with shurikens. Because goddamn that does way
2: too much damage. That's way too effective. hi
1: <laughs> Does it make that sound?
2: Yeah, the announcer makes it that
1: sound a lot. hi <laughs> If you go to hi you get like a flash button that you can click and it goes hi
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: kind of handy. I can't remember how many O's. I think it's uh, four O's. So, so obviously it's H-I-Y-O-O-O Y O O O O. Let's try that and see if I get it. Yep, that works. Four O's.
2: Hiyo. Oh no, I've just put
1: Hiyo onto the uh, onto the podcast. they <laughs> not on. <onto. laughs> so it's now on the recording. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, that'd be fun. No, you won't <laughs> have heard it. But you'll hear it on the podcast. No. <laughs> oh. yeah.
2: That's alright. You mean this sound? Yeah, 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 that (laughs) sound. It goes on quite long. It does.
1: (laughs) Anyway. uh, Cool. I'm going to move on to Zach, I think. Uh, (laughs) You've been playing Monday Night Combat, haven't you? I presume. Yes. I was using
2: it as a transition game.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I don't expect there's anything else to say about it, really. They've done several patches, but not any real... Getting you know balancing patches this time. I think some maps. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I don't know if they're ever ever going to do any more maps.
2: How many maps are there? They should do like 6 is aren't there?
3: Yeah, five or six for the for the crossfire, and then Mm -hmm. the same number again for Blitz. But no one plays Blitz, Blitz. (laughs) obviously.
2: Wait, wait, isn't Blitz always in the same arena?
3: No, I think there is, like, two or three different ones. Have it just depends on what challenge one. you... Yeah, I think those four challenges that came with the original game are all in the same arena, and then the two last ones... Actually, there might yeah, only be two. Do. Both of those last ones might be in the same arena as well, but a different a different same arena.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: So what's
1: Blitz mode, then? Like it's just, like, mode? you
3: versus Defense.
1: robots. Oh, I see. What, like survivor a... mode in Left 4 Dead or whatever? Kind of, yeah. Or like yeah. horde mode or.
3: In you just gear. have to stand there and kill robots you're, a you're, lot.
2: You're allowed to die, but you can. Uh, uh, but you've got to stop the robots getting to your money ball.
3: Oh, I
1: see. So do you spawn next to the money ball rather than it being in the middle of the level?
2: Yeah, pretty okay. much. It's just like half a level, basically. Well, the money balls are always, like, on in your, your base.
1: base. Oh, are they? Okay. Alright, so you just have to run into the enemy base and shoot their naval.
2: Yeah, once the robots have downed its shields.
1: It's like the Dungeon Heart in Dungeon Keeper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Shoot the heart. They started to figure out how to use the tank character as well. (laughs) (laughs) I tried
3: that one. It's like I'm... I've never I still haven't actually played most of the characters in an actual game <laughs> I should really <laughs> probably try the assassin and the hero, and the what's gunner and maybe the tanks and more. I did play like one game with tank and
2: did sort of okay yeah he's alright actually he takes a little getting used to and I think I think you find quite quickly that you're better with some characters on certain levels um yeah, to, you know they seem to suit your playstyle differently for different levels. So it's like you, you seem to work out quite quickly which ones you like to do. It's like on that big sort of like oval level, of the sort of, you know the giant donut <laughs> essentially, where I like to play sniper. And... <laughs> I, the, I just play support and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just so you can go, hey, let's hike into the turret now. Be yep. It. So, the Italian. Very Italian. <laughs> <What's> the... Although, <laughs> I had people and go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Hey-oh>. <laughs> Although, I did play a couple of games of Sniper and stuff, which has been going slightly... It, I, it's because I've started getting the, my problem with changing classes is I never remember what buttons to push because it's like you have to remember what the three different abilities are on the button and actually mm. press the right one at the right time so it's like for ages I'd always try and push like left shift to
2: grapple on sniper which it isn't <laughs> it's it's like, oh. to... yeah I keep I kept making that mistake today where you know I'd, I'd sort of go oh that's not what I wanted to do well, I'd push the grapple button and then i look at the, the layout and say oh no wait no I didn't I'll keep quiet. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's like, once I actually started getting that, getting used to remembering which button grapple on was on, because I basically, as support, I never get any grapple kills, because the only way you grapple with support is the ultimate fire on the shotgun, and if you're using the shotgun, you might as well just shoot them, because <laughs> his grapple does virtually no damage. So I never, virtually never grappled with su- support anyway, using the ultimate fire, and then the cipher has if you have the smg out the ultimate fire is the shitty damage grapple and then he has a special grapple which is one of his abilities which does a bit more damage and then if you upgrade it it like pumps the enemy away as well so yeah, i started so discovering a... started discovering it's... the hilarious tactic of double grappling people where you lead with the smg one to do a tiny bit of t- damage, and then instantly just re-grapple them with the proper grapple <laughs> which can be quite funny And it holds the enemies down. So if you're like standing near a a support guy's turret, you just hold them in place with your double grapple and the turret does tons of extra damage to them as well. (laughs) Can be quite useful. And it's a good way to make people waste their juice as well if you can catch them with the grapple before they kill you. I did do a pretty awesome grapple once, where like a tank did his charge towards me, but I caught him out of the charge just as he was about to hit it, hit me, which was a pretty awesome grapple attack. I'm not sure whether that was intentional, whether he literally just uncharged exactly in front of me, because <laughs> if you can counter a charge with a well-timed grapple, that'd be pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, that would be kind of breaking, though, wouldn't it, for the guy, <laughs> for the heavy guy.
3: And I it... we also had a hilarious moment the other night when the were like, hilarious. hilarious.
2: Hilarious.
3: Where where like <laughs> I I was playing support again and then like, I like I like ran induced into the enemy base, but then their assault guy gravelled me and it, he basically just chucked me straight off the level. But then as I was casually flying off the level, I hustled an airstrike beacon back up onto the map and in my kill cam after I was dead, he was taunting and then my airstrike killed him. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like, oh, lulls. Okay. <laughs> Says you right for Todding fool. <laughs> uh, if he'd just run
2: off, he'd have been fine. <laughs>
3: yep. You can't take me down that easily. Do, that's funny. <laughs> and there was another... I'd also, I, there was another case of pressing the wrong button, but there was a time when an assassin was like diving towards me to about about to do a dra- gravel. gravel. <laughs> Attached an airstrike beacon to her face. So while it was doing the gravel animation, you could just see my airstrike beacon pointing directly at her head. It's like this is not gonna end well for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> this is not gonna be good.
0: <laughs> cool. Huh.
3: Monday so that continues to be ridiculous basically.
1: Okay. You be playing anything yeah. else then man?
3: Um well Quite a lot more worm and stuff, but don't really need to discuss that because nothing changes. It's just like I'm just Why grinding are you playing it? That's and... what I want to know about it.
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> wow.
2: I
3: don't
1: know.
2: It's just the grind, isn't it? No. You grind master. But yes, I am the master grind.
1: More fun grindy. <laughs> grindy games than that. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I want to know
2: really that, that just... Korean space thing you were playing for a while. Yeah, I played grindy. that,
3: whatever the fuck that was called. It had some weird name, didn't it? Like, Yeah. I was, it, no, it was called Space Cowboy. In.
2: Lag.
3: <laughs> oh dear.
2: Flag!
3: Saka's gone very laggy. Yeah,
1: oh. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
3: it's like a tremor effect on his voice. I'm not sure we he can hear us either. No. When you actually get to the
2: middle and meet the end, he's like, and now you he's want... back. You're gonna have to start all of that again, Zach. You lagged out horribly.
1: Yeah, you lagged out completely. And now we he can't hear us. He's this gone. is great. This is Zach's section of the podcast. He's just talking about. <laughs> and he's, <not> here. <laughs> he's just completely lagged out. Oh dear. Uh...
2: So what would you huh. imagine him to be saying, saying right now? Oh, he's, back. he's
3: back. We have returning returning... <laughs> you might have to done. say
1: all of that again. What the hell are you talking about? That space game. <laughs> Korean space game. Well, it oh, was my. very interesting. Okay. <laughs> like,
3: you kill NPC things, and then when you actually... When you
2: actually... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. The, world... the world doesn't want us to know.
1: No. I don't think his connection wants us to know about it. Plays
3: cowboy, whatever it was. <laughs> the internet doesn't want you to know about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to know why it comes back when you stop talking about it. It obviously, <laughs> anyway.
3: it obviously knows. Yeah, it must know. It's intelligent. Yeah. Let's 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 not talk about that. Quick, think of something else. Did you I finish... been playing anything else? So that's kind of a problem. <laughs> Oh, okay. Did you finish? No, it's not a problem. It means you don't have to then. lag for it. Did I finish what?
1: Did you finish grinding in torchlight? Because you were doing that last time.
0: Oh
3: no, I guess I stopped that like after before the last podcast, which is why I didn't mention it then either. Why would you grind in worm online
1: when you could be grinding in something like torchlight?
2: It's the most, as I as I said in my description of the last episode, it's the most unrealistic realism simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: you just enjoy yeah. the whole Ray Mears aspect. Of...
2: Well, what were you telling me about that you were trying to make something and you were a bit worried it would spontaneously combust? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that's the thing. It was like as we were discussing it was like the grinding
3: flour or whatever. I was I was making allusions to that by saying, like, it's very rare that that happens, but, you know, it's where you try and make something, but, but you fail, and what you are using
2: just evaporates. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Like, like, <sighs> I was It reminds me totally of The Simpsons, where my was trying to make breakfast. Yes. And everything came just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop.
1: There's some updates yeah, for uh, that, Minecraft pretty,
2: coming up,
3: I've been waiting for updates for because it's like I actually kinda of want to play that as well. Apparently they're but adding to,
1: beds, to... that's what I hear. So you can go to sleep or something they... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what the point
3: house. of that would be, apart from if it was in the middle night, night. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the night. Yeah, the then that's night
1: skipping, of would make of
3: of kind of that's that sort of of cheating, because it's like the whole idea of Minecraft is that you get enemies at night, you know, when it's actually dangerous. Yeah, but it's probably really <laughs> yeah, hard to
1: build a bed. I bet you have to build them out of obsidian <laughs> rather than wood, or something. Well, <laughs> I bet it's like <laughs> really hard.
2: Maybe it simulates the night still when you're asleep, so there's a chance you could get ravaged.
1: <laughs> yeah, a creeper could just blow you up while you're in your bed.
3: Or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but enemies don't spawn if you're in the same...
3: within the same area as you. They only spawn like in the distance. Oh yeah. So, providing you don't move around at night, you normally don't get attacked.
2: Okay. So you kill everything in the vicinity, and then
3: well, nothing spawns oh, in no. the vicinity. So... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's how you. So it's pro- it
2: probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't have been that dangerous anyway. So no. It's probably it's probably not ruining it. It's just like
3: it's like once you realize that it's like okay, so during the night I can only do things that happen within my local area. <laughs> I can't go off exploring or anything. But as long as I stand around and like craft things or yeah, stuff like that,
1: I guess now with the beds you can skip straight to the exploring if that's what you like to do.
3: But only you'd have to go back to your bed at the end of every day, which would be yeah. But you kind of kind still of have to do that
1: anyway. You, you you usually have to go from what from what I can tell, you, you have to kind of return to your base quite often, don't you?
3: Well, it depends what you're doing, or you know. If you're carrying resources, or yeah, Or, you're like if you find somewhere that has a good shit and you want to take it home, then you do, I guess.
1: Like my brother has some kind of crazy railway system to get out to where he's mining and then come back <laughs> or something. Yes, like super elaborate. mine
3: carts, always ridiculous.
1: Yeah, because the mine carts are all based mine... on some kind of bug, aren't they? That they've left in deliberately for the moon yeah. Run. It's
3: this it's this weird bug in the in the mine carts where <laughs> you basically like set up a little a little like ramp of railway next to your actual railway so it's like a it's almost like a u u shape where it's like downhill and then a flat bit and then uphill and the flat bit is next to your railway and then when the cart you're riding comes next to the little u shape you have another cart on that u-shape track and then when that when you when the two carts touch each other on the flat bit of track the one on the U-shaped bit of track imparts more momentum to the to your cart, yeah. so you, it's like a booster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can propel yourself around on the railways without having to use hills, which is a really. I, I'm not sure how that bug would even have existed. It's a really weird bit of physics. <laughs> yeah, but they're deliberately not
1: fixing it, aren't they? I presume because I'm, I'm
3: sure what they'll do eventually is make a special bit of track a booster that like, uses yeah. redstone or something in the crafting recipe to make it difficult to make or something. Yeah. <laughs> a literal booster pad. That would make, make more sense.
0: sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> I
1: think my brother's made entire train stations out of them.
3: Yeah, you can do ridiculous it's shit with, stuff. like, redstone circuitry yeah. where you can That's have, right. like, literal, like, depots where you, you were, like, you mine shit at your rock face, put it into a cart, send it up the railway, and then it stacks up all the carts you've sent back into, like, their own individual pens at the end and that yeah. kind of shit like junctions and all kinds of and then sends empty carts back to you and stuff from a cart dispenser
1: for those of you who want to recreate your transport tycoon layout in minecraft <laughs> yeah basically <laughs>
3: it's totally insane but i really can't be asked with that i can't even, i've never done any redstone circuitry it's just like oh it's just getting too ridiculous now i like building castles and stuff but... <laughs> I don't don't want to try and make ridiculous because it's all the the trouble with it is the whole idea of having to build like underground circuitry where you have to like mine out the area underneath the building that you want to have things happening in. Yeah. It's just like a whole lot more extra effort on top of having to work out the actual circuitry aspect of it. <laughs> a significant
2: significant amount of planning.
3: Yeah. And plus which I like, I most of the time I don't even see the reason. It's like when are you ever mining so much stuff you need like to send it away in minecarts or anything? I don't think I've ever done anything that like mass production. Hmm. All I yeah. want from minecarts maybe is to build like a you know, a minecart track that goes from my
2: base. Oh. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> From his base, I want to finish that sentence with "to Wonderland."
1: <laughs> yeah, a Minecraft channel from from his base to internet connection problems. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the land of ISP death. You have just lost the podcast.
2: This isn't a great advert for BT,
1: is it? BT, yeah, it the is, isn't it. it? Yeah, apparently we're getting a hundred meg broadband on Wednesday.
0: I hate it's already so like
1: much. it's already fifty meg. It's ridiculous. I hate it. I know it is. But um I mean it's already so fast. It's like it's more like it gets bogged down and just it's the number of connections sometimes it just slows down mm. for no reason. It's like when it actually connects it moves really fast. So I don't know if like doubling the speed is actually going to make any difference to that or not, whether it's just going to allow other people in the house to torrent at double the speed. <laughs>
2: it's probably more likely yeah, it will happen that way around. It depends how you're doing it. If you've got like a wireless network about the house, then the wireless limit will kick in first, presumably.
1: Yeah, um, we do have wireless network, but I'm on i abo- I'm on
2: wired, so. Then um... again, N is faster than 100 meg anyway, so. It could... I'm okay.
1: Oh, that's a point though. I might need to get a new switch. Not that this is anything to do with anyone. Anyone would care about, but I've got one that, a megabit switch, and I think we've got gigabit Ethernet. So um, for the network performance. Hmm probably be better than to have a gigabit switch because at what point no because 100 megabit is an eighth of 100 megabytes per second which is megabit yeah so even with 100 meg broadband you're not even coming close to the 100 megabyte per second of the ethernet are you
2: no no no. ethernet is measured in bits as well
1: oh is it oh so it's a comparable
2: then yeah because they say gigabit LAN Oh, they do,
1: don't they? Length. Yeah. So that means that so hundred hundred megabit Ethernet is as fast as I'm sorry, uh, broadband, which is what we're getting. It is as fast as Ethernet, is it? No. Um, yeah, theoretically. Non, non gigabit, the old style. Yeah. Theoretically,
2: yeah.
1: And that I mean... seems. Unlikely.
2: <laughs> I get about I get about six and a half where I am, which is, still isn't bad. But you know they, they still haven't laid any fibers anywhere near Ipswich, so getting twenty meg around here will be even the you know the supposed super high speed twenty meg services will be. Uh,
1: well, it's ADSL, isn't it? This is cable. That's why well,
2: ADSL two. All oh, right, um, yeah. It gets you up to twenty meg. And um, I don't through... know if it
1: makes any difference to ping though. Like it won't make any difference. No, probably process.
2: not. I mean, I've switched my internet to um, well, I've, I've switched products with my provider because they supposedly um, sort of rate cap gaming traffic from one source of where I am to oh, like yeah, two, yeah. to like to a maximum of two megabit, which is probably still fine. Yeah. But um, as I say, I'm on the on this new product; they don't cap gaming traffic, so um, see <laughs> internet are problems
3: are causing you to discuss internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because Dan you... mentioned
2: he's getting 100 meg broadband. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I hate him. <laughs> but he does live in, like, a city. <laughs>
0: well, it's I not still...
2: really. You have it's better internet than city. me. Yeah, no, that's it... true. Well, everyone has better internet
3: than you. Yeah. Well, no, I don't I need in terms of no. quality. I mean, in terms of speed. <laughs>
1: John Barlow's house is the worst, I would have thought. Because that must be worse than Needham Market, significantly, I think.
2: I what? don't know, it's Where near... It you, you, mean, you mean Henry? Not yeah, Henley the Square,
1: or whatever it
2: is. <laughs> nearer to Ipswich, though. Yeah, not They're
1: London. Like not one the, the London entrages, one. I mean, exchanges. the old... Yeah, Suffolk. I know, but he... I don't think we'll it does. You make
2: well, sound like such a property man, don't we? He's like, there is another house in London. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, there's... it's his parents' house, I mean. no, it's mean,
2: knows.
3: I mean, I mean, I'm just going to have to tell... Tell my like, goddamn parents to fucking get not BT internet, because it's evidently... Just BT is shit. But the trouble is this is a BT phone line, so it's like is it not going to be any less shit if I yeah, but you it can go was on a different
2: provider? Well, you could ask BT to do a um a quality test. And there are a few things that I can't remember what you you know, you can you can ask for there's like a service you can ring on your fu- on your landline.
3: You know, give you a list of <laughs>
2: options on quality testing and things like that.
3: But they always want you to do, like... The, you can. It's really dumb, you can go to, like, the BT website and you can be, like, do an online quality test. And it's like, you can't do the quality test from the connection you're using that you want to test. So it's like, what? wait, what? <laughs> so I can't quality test from the connection that's actually shit. You have to have a separate connection that's entirely not
2: dependent on that connection. Well, does anyone in your, fa- your family have an iPhone? Yes. Could you get them to DC? Get you know, tell them while you're there to get their asses off the internet, and then use the iPhone over three G to to start the test. I don't know if they'd have really That's the trouble. You
3: could just
0: ring
1: Rob and tell him don't. to start the test. <laughs> yeah, that's what
3: I was thinking. Well, yeah, there is yeah, that, yeah. Like,
2: get Rob me. to the head. Yeah.
3: Anyway, but I don't think that's <laughs> going to help. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a line problem, really.
1: I mean, you're not that far from the exchange, actually, are you? I mean. And the green well, box yeah. at the top of the I mean, road there in my old
3: House, isn't it? Yeah, there is an exchange in Needham, so. Yeah. It, we're not that rural, I guess. But it is a shitty exchange. <laughs> I
2: know
3: You're the sure world
2: it's... outside of this podcast can't answer me, but I wonder if they're bored yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they must be.
1: <laughs> but we game. need to
2: discuss
3: my internet problems. <laughs> <laughs> to lag out constantly. <laughs>
1: Well, we've now run out of things to talk about, because so Zach hasn't played anything. I thought you would have more stuff to talk about. <laughs> well,
3: I
2: can no. say that I've, I've played precisely 17 minutes of Need for Speed. <laughs> oh, really?
1: Why did, you, why did you only jump in for 17 minutes, then? What, I wanted to see run how it
2: ran. I, I, I just oh, wondered, right, is, I it, is it the pretties? And is it? I can confirm, yeah, it's pretty the pretties.
0: <laughs> awesome.
2: And it runs like Stink! Seriously, I've, I've borrowed a um, oh, um, relieved, one of these 3D actually. ready monitors off work for the weekend. So not because I'm using it for 3D, but because I wanted to see what the impact of 120 hertz was. And it's like, oh, and need speed runs at 120 must be running at over 120 frames per second because it is the silk.
1: Oh my goodness, that's the next. I was already complaining about how current generation consoles can't run anything nice looking. Well. Uh, well, by yeah, these days, standards at anything other than
2: 30 frames per second.
1: Now, if the TVs are all 120 hertz, we're going to need some seriously more Which just makes it that a little bit
2: more surprising that the console versions of Need for Speed only run at 30. Yeah. When it runs so goddamn well on my PC. <laughs> yeah,
1: but your PC is so many generations faster than an Xbox, it's almost unbelievable. It's like four Xboxes taped together, at least. <laughs> or eight. I don't with,
2: know. With, with glue. I suppose we we should talk about Watson, I guess. Yeah, okay. Jeopardy robot of doom. Oh should yeah. I,
1: should... Yeah. Um yeah, I, I, I was, it's kind of interesting. It's not I don't really understand.
2: Right.
1: No, but I understand because it can't go on the internet, right? But it has all that knowledge. But the thing is that you can download Wikipedia or whatever into relatively small space. Um because it's just text and there were mm. tons of servers. So it must have information on on general knowledge. So if you well, just know, it must, it must... It must...
2: There it, it must be more than that. There must be a semantic knowledge of...
1: Oh no, it's not, yeah. Obviously the actual AI of working out the question and looking up the answer is very clever, but it's just that it must be, it's obviously drawing from a database of... They're saying it, basically they're saying it can't look up the answer on the internet, but then it can have a small enough, subs, a big enough subset of the internet in its guts to know quite a lot, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know, it's a bit... I it's like you it's don't bit... know how many
2: hard disks there are in there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How many terabytes I mean, of t- space does it have? It it's had a over d- a terabyte of RAM.
1: Yeah. But if it didn't have that data, then there's no way it could answer any question on popular culture. I mean, is it? No matter how inc- intelligent the machine is, it can't tell you about Eleanor Rigby if it doesn't know about the Beatles, because you haven't <laughs> entered the Wikipedia page for the Beatles into it. You know, yeah, so... that's
2: what I mean. It needs to have some sort of semantic knowledge to be able to delve in, figure out what you're talking about at uh, a primary yeah. level, and then dig in several levels deeper. Which is some very clever semantic shit going on there.
1: No, it's super clever. I just thought mm. it was a bit odd how they said we must stress this is not connected to the internet. It's like, well, might as well be.
2: Really, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't it would make it be a any... lot slower if it was connected to the internet. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it wouldn't make it any less clever. Is what I'm saying. You know, it's cool the the way it works is it's way cool. Uh,
2: what is Jean Paul Jean?
1: Yeah, and that was the other thing is that I, of course I initially because being British I didn't I didn't understand the concept of Jeopardy. I had to actually <laughs> look up. Oh, oh, okay, so you have to phrase your answer in the form of a question because the it's like question you is in the form answer. Of an answer. Yeah, yeah, and all that because he kept saying what is, and I was saying obviously. Uh, but the other contestants kind of. Because you're supposed to say it, aren't you? But you're allowed to just mess, not just say the the answer without saying what is and who is and stuff, aren't you? But you're not supposed to. That's right, isn't
2: it? I don't know, but
1: yeah. I don't know. Can't but say have...
2: we can't say we have much exposure to jeopardy over here.
1: No, exactly. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sort of interesting.
0: Do, 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 <laughs> yeah, we like Maybe the music. Like... We got the
2: music. Just... <laughs> but the thing is, is that I I just. If, if we consider how much power that unit had as well, apparently it was running like um, ninety dual core, no, no, ninety thirty-two core processors. That was it. Yeah,
1: but it's a fairly standard supercomputer that you can buy off the shelf now from IBM. I think it's just their latest Probably. model. Probably. But it's, the AI it's quite ridiculous. It's clever, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is ridiculous. Mm. But they say it's uh, embarrassingly think, parallel it... the the the, um, the way it works. Uh, so that just means that it's incredibly easy to split up into enter almost as many threads as you like. The the problem mm. because how it works is it it instead of running one algorithm to try and find a solution, it just runs millions in parallel, and then and then assigns a percentage uh, of how sure it is to each one or mm. whatever. So it can run thousands and thousands of queries at the same time and then it just and th- and then you could see on the screen what the top what the top three uh, results it had that it thought were it and how confident it was as well and it had like an answer hmm. threshold bar that it moved to so you could see how sure it was of its answer before it answered which was kind of cool um, yeah.
2: surely the other players could just look over their shoulder and see <laughs> oh what is he thinking I'll answer that one first <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Presumably Watson must take up a quite a large amount of space than that yeah. little thing they represented him with. No, it was
1: huge. They showed it. It had it was a big and very loud because it had all the air conditioning units and stuff. Mm. But it was they actually had the studio set up in the research centre. So they were coming live from IBM's research centre or whatever, so they built the studio next to the machine, basically. Oh, okay. Specifically Jesus. to... Yeah, <laughs> specifically so they could do those shows.
2: That's quite a lot of effort.
1: Yeah, it's cool, though. I mean, they... Yeah.
2: I mean, I quite liked how the actual human champions or something, when it gave an right answer, were sort of like going, you know, given that impressive look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I... I liked um, the guy at the end. One of the human guys was like uh, at the end. Uh, on he had to write his final. I don't know if you saw this, but he had to write his final answer onto one of those whiteboard things. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and then, and then underneath his answer, he wrote, um, "I for one welcome our new computer overlords." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> way cool. Everyone loves Simpsons references. Well, well anyone of our generation. <laughs> yeah, and. We've run out of video games. This has never happened before. I
2: knew I knew it. Well, <laughs> it hasn't well, well,
3: never happened before.
2: It's true. Well yeah. I'm still playing Racketeer. <laughs> I could talk about that. We had yeah. Quite a
1: lot of that. Um We have had a lot you... of
2: racketeer. I still haven't finished it. It's uh i it, I must have put in about nineteen hours into that game now and I still haven't uh haven't finished. We can't be far off. <laughs> no, I still haven't got the last dungeon. I played as Ellen, or Elan, or however you want to say it. Ellen sounds a bit like a lady's name, but yeah. it's uh, oh, Elan or Elan. Let's call him Elan. Vanille. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's call him Vanille. Yeah, I, was yeah, I, was, I played <laughs> as Vanille lot. and he was—he's uh, quite. I see what you mean. He's actually quite good fun because he like <laughs> whenever you press the button, it's like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and, and, of course, his mental charge, so you can just run like crazy, and then if you hit someone, it doesn't matter too much.
3: <laughs> yeah, basically. I, oh, man. I still didn't finish Space Cam, I don't think I mentioned that, but I got to, like, the last level quite quickly. It must have been before the last podcast, even,
2: but I got to, like, the last level, <laughs> and then I was like... Because oh. <laughs> it would take it so much effort. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got to interrupt. I was writing down the, I was catching up on my tag list, and I was right I wrote down Need for Speed, Hoot Pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a new owl-based
0: hoot cop placement.
3: driver. <laughs> Chasing cool owls. Hoot Pursuit.
1: So, are you going to go back in and finish that, um, Zach, or can you not? I agree? probably
0: should.
3: It's a bit. It's just like the say. It. It was sort of. It's sort of a like. Not even that the level is necessarily hard, but it was kind of... Because the previous set of levels, you'd be making these compounds or whatever, and you'd be shipping them away. And then in the final level, it's like, it's using those compounds as the starting elements, basically.
0: Mm.
3: And and you look at it and it's like, man, I wish I hadn't made those compounds like that, because it makes it so much easier. But of course, you don't have the choice not to make them like that. Okay. It's one of those things that you can't blame the game for at all. It's just like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the guy who the guy who was choosing to make me make these games had fought ahead. <laughs> then this last thing would be so much easier because I wouldn't have made them like that. <laughs> okay.
1: So you're kind of blaming the puzzle design there rather than the...
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, not so much blaming the puzzle design. It's just like it's one of those things where you wish your actions had the consequence of... Changing the outcome of the next puzzle, but oh, then well that made it too easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. So you don't want to take away the challenge by doing that, but then no. it's kind of annoying.
3: Yeah, it's kind of annoying from a storyline context where it's like he must have known that you need to do this thing at the end because you know you're, it's your uh, this last level is like you're on this spaceship and you're having to put the chemicals in to fire the weapons or whatever so it's like he must have known what chemicals he needed and yet he made you made make these other ones which aren't those and are sort of inconvenient to make them from okay. <laughs> it's like god damn you <laughs> so yeah maybe I'll get around mm. to finishing that eventually it's going to be a pain in the ass, probably.
2: I and mean, maybe you'll start teaching yourself some real programming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I,
3: kinda... I guess if we want to talk about more games, if we're totally running out of ideas, I should mention that I really haven't been playing EVE, even though my, my subscription still had a month left. From Why not? Well, basically. Well, partially because I start to worm play online. Worm. Yeah, because it's why a different online? kind of grinding. It's like new grinding, which makes it a slightly different. <laughs> thing. Is that why men cheat? Because it's like a new type of grinding. Yeah, presumably. So, I'm, it's like my, my grinding time has <laughs> been spent not on a new and different grinding in Worm instead of Eve.
1: Usually, the what they thing they choose to cheat on isn't as ugly as Worm Online, though. <laughs> yeah, you'd go
2: from something, Surely you'd go to something nicer looking than what you have rather than I the think the screenshots is. that you will have looked at. Not that we're, the not that from we're from condoning. The wait, not that we What's the word I was looking for? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs>
1: you and your condoning. I just wanted
2: to check which way round it was. You it's like not that we're saying adultery, you should you? go and cheat.
3: Yeah. Nice. We do not. But do I haven't been playing Eve much, but. Don't, don't cheat know.
1: on your MMO. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, no, <laughs> definitely don't do that you'll get banned I mean what <laughs> but I really do need to log into EVE because like all my market orders have expired and stuff it's like now I'm not even making any passive money because <laughs> that's the important thing even if you're not logged in keep your market orders and stuff filled so at least some tiny trickle of income is still happening I need to go back and do that oh and check your skills of course That's the and, and surely your planetary
2: stuff maybe
3: well yeah that was the thing that sort of maybe made me more give up on eve because of the new planetary system and i was like i probably could make the same things that i made before but it's so much more effort it's like oh and then i got uninfused and required something new to do
2: (laughs) on the new website (laughs) sorry on the new website do i have to actually call it eve online in full now
1: uh, how do you mean? What? Well, when you type rather it, just, tag Rather it.
2: than just Eve, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, you just can just call it Eve. It just happens to be Eve Online, because that's how it is in the database on childbirth. Fair enough. So, yeah, you don't have to type Eve Online each time. It's just the full title will be there on the game page.
2: Just in case people get confused if they never know that its full name is Eve Online.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think <laughs> people are going to get that confused. Oh, shit. They're... I should think maybe not, I should have yeah. mentioned something about Eve. What's that? Maybe a sort of a news item. No, no. Um... Um... They've they've made their first like movements towards the actually using the avatars, the whole Inkana idea oh, yeah, yeah. of yeah. like walking in stations or whatever. They've sort of started positioning themselves to actually do something with that where they've released the the sort of preliminary renders and ideas behind like the captain's quarters, where it's like Walk around and interact you with objects. Well, <laughs> this is a really dumb thing, because, I mean, obviously the whole idea of the Eve universe is, like, you're in this pod and it's, like, yeah. hardwired into your head or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, in their backstory, it's like, yes, you can get out of the pod and just walk around. And then, obviously, that was the whole sort of theoretical idea behind the walking in stations thing. Yeah. Where it's like, there is literal backstory that explains how you can get out of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> And like, maybe, but so, but the idea that this is on your ship still maybe doesn't make sense. Apart from, I mean, obviously, they can just like you know, wreck on retcon it and say, I mean, the idea is that on some of Redcon? the types of it's like going back and changing history, yeah, <laughs> in, your, <laughs> in your universe's story, is it, <laughs> is it something? uh,
1: I don't know, retroactive continuity.
2: Oh, yeah, that's okay. It. Yeah, I was hoping it would have something to do with reticulating something. <laughs> <laughs> reticulating <laughs> <spallies. of> <laughs> <laughs> But I mean,
3: obviously, in some of the ships in Eve, they are like retrofitted for the pods. It's like they do have normal command centers and everything, right. but then the pod is just like wired into the ship. Okay. So it's not it's not totally inconceivable that there is a theoretical captain's quarters. But would there be the
1: captain's quarters on every ship, even the little dinky
3: ones? Well, I mean, yeah, even the little dinky ones are actually, huge. you know, right, yeah, huge in terms of. I mean, they. I mean, every ship does have crew that isn't you who just do like the menial things.
1: So, is like the smallest ship in Eve? Is that like a, about the size of like a Star Trek shuttle, where you can walk around inside it, or is it bigger? Like. I more think like it's. I think they're meant to be sized.
3: bigger. I think they meant. I think like even the smaller ships will have like crew of twenty or something. Apart oh, from right, you, okay. so it's like they are quite with the more... size of
2: Henley. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, smaller Henley. But yeah, so this captain's quarters thing is like, it's one of those things where you don't really see the point of it at this point. It's all like you can walk, you can walk around and interact with basically menu items but in the world so it's like why can't I, why not just use the menu it's so much quicker <laughs> it's, oh, it's right. like it's, it's pure immersion there's no actual reason for okay. it at this point if you want to like mm. pretend you're really in a ship and wander around it and be like i'll push buttons
2: instead of just putting a button on the side of the screen I guess and they gonna have like fly the ship next <laughs> i doubt it they so have we can like be all flight sim on it and get like a rudder and everything.
3: They have kind of promised that these new like UI via real interactions of your guy walking around, that will still be like it will be optional. It's like they don't want to make anything slower to do. So it's like if you just want to dock, push a button to refit your ship, refit your ship, and then undock, you don't have to like walk to where the refit console is. <laughs> waste extra time doing it which is totally weird because it's like so what is the
2: actual point of this apart from just to look pretty (laughs) i think it might be they're possibly doing like demoing technology they might want to use in that um sort of like vampire thing they're (laughs) working on
3: well that's what they keep saying about the carbon technology the whole character rendering system that i don't know if the walking it's like the walking station's thing. Okay, but so maybe it's just the... Cap- I think it's probably just the Captain's Quarters, because the Captain's Quarters is this literally just basically a tech demo at this point, and they're sort of saying as such, that where it's like, this will let us work through kinks with, like, character and animation and movement and that kind of thing, before they do the actual walking in stations part, which might have more purpose and, like, reason to do it. Like, character interactions and stuff, I guess. More like an actual MMO, rather than I'm just a spaceship floating around in space. <laughs>
0: So will you be
1: able to interact with your crew? Will they be, like, AI guys? Or is it going to be interacting with other, like, pilots?
3: Presumably it will only be pilots. I don't... It's the another classic example of the E-Forums being a place for whiners and conflict. The eternal battle of, do crews actually exist? And it's absolutely clear that they do, but people won't stop arguing about it. <laughs> but I think even then, they're not going to, like exist in the game. Maybe you have, um, have, have like, a mechanic. If, like,
1: if you're in the middle of a battle and firing all... You're, I'm a firing all your lasers. You could just switch into your c- crew and like shout, keep firing ourselves, <laughs> and then it would like increase the fire rate slightly. Would you
2: end up like having like the like RPG shouts or something like for great justice? And then well, it like gets a morale boost. Whoa.
3: People have suggested before the idea of sort of the skies of Arcadia style, where you can change your crew members and it gives yeah. you actual buffs Does it do to your that ship. in? Does it do that in Star Trek Online? whatever that know. Uh, I don't know I, I think it probably does because you can change your crew on that I presume yeah I think so
2: mm.
3: from what I remember
2: it, get yeah, as many so... red shirts as you can to sacrifice <laughs> yeah it's definitely. it's
3: like so that's one of the f- ways that people have wanted crews to exist in EVE where it's like and I, but then it would just it, I mean especially in EVE at the moment it would literally just pretty much just be another module to attach to a texture ship <laughs> it's yeah, like literally. here's a different crew <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> just slot it on the side yeah basically could you like detach and reattach their um, sort of mess quarters or whatever it is? not the mess tank but you know I mean the barracks or whatever for the ship so where everyone sleeps you just detach it and put another one on and everyone's like ooh this is different have <laughs> right. they, if they mean, refurbed it, overnight
3: <laughs> I don't think there's going to be very much more walking around inside ships other than the captain quarters what the, the other thing,
2: do you actually know what they intend to do with the station walking at all um, Nobody knows anything. Not really. <laughs> it's like, walking around other and than interacting like, with people. Other than like mini-games or maybe, I don't know, some horrible Shopping. cyber sex simulator. I don't know. Could have been, Go to the dance like, floor could... and see the dance. Yeah, t- t- the t- t- <laughs> hopefully it'll be slightly better than Shepherd. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I not his dancing's a bit better in 2,
1: isn't it? I can't remember. No, uh,
2: not much. It's no. still more of just a sort of, like, look around and sort of jiggle from side to side sort of thing. <laughs> At least it's, the club it's not is really... a lot
1: cooler than it was Yeah, true. this
2: one. There's still not much, like, actual dancing. <laughs> It's like this it's, this. it's almost like the kind of jiggle you're supposed to do when you have a drink in your hand, you know, rather yeah, than an yeah. actual dance.
1: Well, I guess he's in kind of a an armored suit. It's probably quite. <laughs> of... <laughs> that doesn't stop him from
2: doing any other motions,
3: really, does it? Oh, but that should like, totally help him break dance on them.
2: any surface, surely, because he wouldn't have to worry about lino or, or hurting himself because he would just like <laughs> scraping around at it. dancing. Because it would be like <laughs> muscle enhancement,
3: so he could <laughs> yeah. dance even harder. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be dangerous you wouldn't want to know get, yeah maybe uh, that's you know. why he doesn't dance properly because he doesn't want it to get out of control <laughs> <laughs> he might accidentally punch someone it's evacuate easy.
2: the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> <Shepherd> getting down. <laughs> oh,
1: what do you what's your stance on the there seems to be a slight debate going on i heard uh Brad on Giant Bomb talk about how this is awesome and then Yahtzee talk about how he hates this The which is the helmets that form around your face mechanically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Van- Vanquish
2: does that as well
1: oh does it and it's in Dead Space 2 as well I mean, uh, Brad's argument is that it's awesome, and uh, Yahtzee just says, from an engineering standpoint, that's just the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> <Because> it, <laughs> was, it would be yeah, like really. the most flimsy helmet ever, and even when it disappeared, it would still be like, hang- the weight of it would still be hanging off the back of your
3: neck. Unless <laughs> <I don't think laughs> it actually literally Unless disappear. it was like something awesome where it's like nanobots or whatever. Where it more well, like constructs they... it yeah. so it could yeah. be a solid item after it would
2: Vanquish has such a number of weird mechanical things that it sort of gets away with it. The helmet's never fully off your face; it like it always has bits up your cheeks and stuff, Right. even yeah. when it's like undeployed. Like it sort of covers the rear of your head still, and it's just the visor and stuff that sort of gets built. But, and then again, like... uh, but then again, it sort of makes sense in the Vanquish universe because your gun sort of builds itself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like when, also, you build yeah, a, when you ridiculous. build a rocket launcher and it goes ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk and suddenly gets enormous. <laughs> awesome. I think That's they... Cool.
1: I, think, I mean, it may be a bit dumb, but I think that Mass Effect really needs those kinds of helmets for all of its helmets <laughs> because you never equip a helmet because for the obvious reason that you want to see your guy's face during the cutscene. So... Therefore, yeah. that's the reason that don't people don't equip stupid stuff to their face. If all the face stuff kind of, you know, animated coolly into your body and then came out into an awesome combat helmet whenever you were fighting, that'd be, that'd be pretty sweet.
2: I also want to make sure that this Tali character I've been courting isn't a minger.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but her it exists permanently for, for, for a
3: reason, rather than it just yeah. being something you chose and then it gets in the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but exactly. they,
2: they must, she must take it off for, you know, coitus.
1: Presumably she'll Probably take it not. off in the third one, but we don't know.
2: Because uh, there's,
3: there's the other corin in the bar who talks about suit enhancements for that
2: purpose. Oh god, that, that whole oh, sequence yeah. is slightly awkward, isn't it? And then, especially when the, um, I forget whether the, the Tyrion sort of goes, hang on, what? <laughs> 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 talking yeah. about, like, suit stimulators... <laughs>
1: I swear I heard that conversation multiple times when I was trying to find those data
2: terminals. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, of... it, it just starts repeating itself quite yeah. quickly and quite annoyingly. Yeah. It's like, shut up,
1: shut up, I already heard this. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was re- reading this. Uh, you, you should watch this movie about uh, it's. It's a good. Uh, it's, it's all about turian Quarian relationships. You know, you know, nudge, nudge, <laughs> nudge, <laughs> nudge,
1: <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah,
2: such a smooth talker. <laughs> I mean, that
1: stuff is awesome. It's just don't repeat it on me. Yeah. When I'm trying to find these bloody data terminals that that Liara's asked me to find for some mysterious reason,
2: God, that took me so long to find the <laughs> fucking thing. <place. laughs>
1: My brother was talking about it. I bought it for him for Christmas, so he really likes it, but he can't—he can't find the damn
0: terminals. Anyway.
1: I found them
3: quite quickly. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah. problem was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it's like one of them that I couldn't find. I can't anyway.
2: Yeah, there was just one. Yeah. It's like, um, speaking, speaking about Mass Effect 2, it reminds me about the whole thing about DLC, which has reminded me about a couple of things that are oh, quite I interesting. I still need to
1: play Shadowbreaker, god damn. Well,
2: there's oh, that, anyway. but the next Halo map pack is on the way.
1: Oh god, there's so much to do. I, mean, I haven't got my captain rank in Halo Reach
2: yet. Still. No, I haven't, so I haven't I haven't played it, play really, yet. since we last yeah. talked about it. Since I last played with you, I think, which and was a month ago. that multiplayer was awesome. I mean, it it was is really... good.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we will have to see how it's
2: changed, whether they've... L- you just need to buzz be, me when yeah. you're about a bit more often. Yeah, okay. But anyway, that's, I that's us. Play not, that's too, not gaming right? news. But yeah, there's that yeah. as well. And anyway. Monday Night Combat. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: And Blur. Mm. And you should get me for speed.
1: Oh, god damn.
2: <laughs> and you should get me 100 megabit that's broadband.
1: It's on my list of games to, <sighs> Games to play. There we go. I need to play Bayonetta.
2: <laughs> I need to keep playing oh, yeah. too. <laughs> Dear God, you need to play Bayonetta. I know, I to... know. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's I've a backlog.
1: To, I've got to play the Ballad of Gay Tony, and I also started playing Psycho which I haven't talked about. But, um, oh, really, so I need to go through <laughs> that because uh, I've had that on Steam for years, but I've only just got the, um, you know, the thingy to connect the uh, Xbox 360 controller to the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. computer, and that's obviously quite relatively.
2: That was my like, sound helpful. of reverence, by the way. <laughs> So, yeah, oh! I was wondering.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to get stacking, though. Uh, <laughs> it looks kind of weird, doesn't it? It looks great. I don't know. Anything Double Fine I'm a sucker for. I just worried that it's going to be Double
0: Fine!
1: I just don't worry it'll be expensive in short. What's what's 1,200 points? How much is that? It's uh, about quote, a tenner. It? Yeah, it's quite a lot for a short game, isn't it? Mm. Mm. But still, it looks awesome. So it's It's the
2: price over. that Sonic 4 shouldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i had an i
3: had an awesome point oh, i did finish week.
2: that i don't know if we talked about that either sorry to oh no I, I, I did We got four sonic minutes War. now
1: uh, <laughs> we had all that time we could gonna talk about sonic more.
2: well yeah. it's like fuck it it's like sonic it, it plays exactly yeah. the same the ending is like sonic 2 except with an extra boss rush and the uh, achievement okay. and it, which made the achievements seem fucking impossible so i haven't played it since um uh, okay dig I heard a pointless
3: mu- musical remix on some random website where, where it's like, the, it was the Sonic 4 Splash Hill music only done with the instruments from Sonic 2. It's <laughs> just like, wow, this is exactly the same. <laughs> and he, the guy Splash who made Hill, it was like the, main one, the Green the, Hill like... Stone thing.
2: Yeah, I know, but which of the Splash Hills? Cause there's, I think that's like, the first one. The, the, yeah, the music changes for the act. But
3: he, the, he, the guy who made this remix was saying that he he started working on all of the Sonic Four music, but apparently he thinks that if you just t- if you just pitch down the tune on all of the Sonic Four tracks by like five five, if you pitch them down that much, they all sound a lot better. And he thinks that's why the music sounds shit in Sonic Four because they just pitched it too high, <laughs>
2: which is pretty weird. That's weird. I have to give that a go. <laughs>
1: People said uh, said that about Robert Johnson, this is completely unrelated, but you know the great bluesman Robert Johnson, who recorded a bunch of stuff in like the 20s? Right, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he has this quite high voice, <laughs> Anyways, but I mean, every, every, apparently, apparently, possibly <laughs> everyone has been listening to him slightly too fast for the past 50 years It's <laughs> like,
2: speak that <laughs> They
1: think he might. Have, they think the record might have been speeded up at some point by about ten percent or something like that.
2: So... <laughs> and They have the same problem with the logical song. Uh...
3: <laughs> there is a song that I have in my in my library where the original version of it was really shit and boring, but then someone on the internet sped it up by ten percent and it then becomes awesome. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, this is so much better. <laughs> It's sort of the, in the same way as the start of that old '90s song, that um, Babylon Zoo Space Man. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. where it goes oh, yeah. Space
0: Man, and then it slows
3: down into this really shitty grind song, and it's like, bleh, oh. <laughs> bleh, bleh, bleh,
2: bleh, bleh, bleh. that was always shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, you only ever heard like the first ten seconds of it, and you thought that was what the whole song was going to be about, and then it turns out to be this really piece of crap.
2: Okay, <laughs> get off the carousel. Try <laughs> sure again. Jump.
3: Oh, I guess we did our music section.
2: <laughs> yeah, get that over and Oh yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm if anyone is in the Ipswich area within the next like no, not, probably two months away, maybe a month away, I will be DJing at Zingbar <laughs> with my brother under the guise of Glacial
1: <laughs> DJ to play slip in some of your. Plug, games. plug. plug. <laughs> dum, da, dum, 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 right. so I was wondering if I left. could get that
2: drum. And, <laughs> I was wondering if I could get that drum and bass remix of that that Zach found of the uh, um, what do you call it? Scott Pilgrim music in there somewhere.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> right, we're up to thirty seconds now. <laughs> so time to go. say goodbye. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs>
1: thank you for joining us again, listeners, and uh, check out our new awesome website and. Uh,
0: it's hope super you've enjoyed sweet. Our,
1: hope you've enjoyed our ramblings. And uh, we'll catch you again on the Salacast when... Oh, we'll be hopefully in the we'll same room next weeks. time. Woo. Yeah, yeah let's, hopefully it'll be next week, so you won't have to wait so long.
2: Uh, as if you're
1: waiting on 10 hooks, And it will be the Room of Doom too, known as the Doom... Yeah, yeah,
0: because we've had the Doom Room, Electric and that'll be boomer. the Room of Doom.
1: Bye.
2: Yes. I need to pee. Bye.
0: <laughs>